Hi, friends. Hello, should I delete that, listeners? We still have some tickets left for our live tour and we would absolutely love to see you there. On Thursday, the 23rd of May, we will be performing in the London Islington Assembly Hall. On Monday, the 27th of May, we will be in Salford. On Tuesday, the 28th of May, we'll be in Glasgow. Sunday, the 2nd of June, Birmingham. Monday, the 3rd of June, Bristol. And Tuesday, the 4th of June in Southampton. You can get your tickets at aegpresents.co.uk or via the link in the show notes or our Instagram bios. Really hope we see you there. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Christmas Gooch. Oh, I hope you're nice and snug in there. <laughs> you told me to be festive before I started recording and then I was like, hello and welcome to the festive. Hello and welcome to the Gooch. Welcome to the Perineum. We are in the taint. Happy Boxing Day. Full um, transparency here, guys. I don't want anyone to be too shocked, but this is not being recorded live. Boxing Day. It is not (laughs) Boxing Day. We're recording this on the assumption that we've both had nice Christmases. Who's to know? What have you got? What what did you... What I mean, I know it's past tense, but what have you got planned for Christmas? I am just spending it with my family. Yeah, just staying at home. And you know what? I probably should admit this because people will be like, it's so weird. But Dave and I are not spending Christmas together. What? We never had. We never have. I know. I know. Because here's the thing. I hate his mother. (laughs) (laughs) No, definitely not. Very much not. Um, I feel too guilty about not spending it with my mum and dad and my family. And he feels too guilty about not spending it with his mum. And so we just don't. Don't deal with it. Because we did have, I mean, this is the first year that we're, no, sorry, this is the second year that we're married for Christmas. Oh my God, we got married last year. Um, And we always said, like, when we get married, we'll be together for Christmas. But then I was like, I just, I I don't want to say to you, like, come to ours because I feel bad on your mum. And... And you also know that you aren't going to offer to go to his Absolutely mom's. not, no. <laughs> There's one that. option here, and it's Dave spends it with the lights, or you spend it apart. <laughs> I didn't want to put there it like that, no but yes. compromise here. No, I get it. I get it. Eventually um, there will be a compromise, but right now I can't cope with compromise. It won't be mine. <laughs> so I said, you go home to yours, I'll be with I'll be with I'll my just stay right year. here. <laughs> we spend the rest of the bloody year together. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> we spend six, 364 days a year together. Like I can, I think I can manage one day. Sorry, I know it's really grinchy, but whatever. <laughs> Fuck him. Um, <Yeah>. <laughs> <fair> <laughs> what, what about you? We, I will be at my mum's house. Um, everybody comes over for Christmas. Well, Alex's mum is coming to us for Christmas for the first time this year. This is our first Christmas married. But we did, Alex and I have done Christmases. I think we've done two Christmases together now because his mum works every other Christmas day. Last year she was working on Christmas day. 
And then the year before that was, do you remember COVID Christmas where everything was going to be fine and then yeah. it wasn't fine. Yeah, so yeah. like, it was like five days before Christmas. And it was like, if you're going to go, you're going to go now because we're going to be locked down for Christmas. And she she's vulnerable. Uh, my dad's also was vulnerable to COVID at the beginning before the jabs and stuff. So, and they both were. So it was just like, this is just, it was just too much. It was just too stressful for everybody to see each other. So nobody saw each other. Yeah. So we, Alex and I spent the last two Christmases together at my mum's house, but without her so okay. that's been sad for her because she's had to do christmas on her own two years running so um she's coming to us this year and nice. yeah it will be nice and then obviously my dad lives near my mum so that's kind of easy so we'll just be flipping and flopping and see how we go Lovely. i'm gonna be ginormous so um taking it so yeah, i already that's... put i've already put my like line in the sand I was like I am not your fucking designated driver this Christmas family because I did that I did that on bonfire <laughs> night and I've never regretted anything more it was awful so on after bonfire <laughs> night I was like Christmas don't even think about it if you're not ready to leave by <laughs> 10 you're not coming with me wherever oh we go. yeah oh yeah because of course My- that means you can't leave when you want to leave no god no. no 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 I'm there until one in the morning watching them all just get like absolutely Bleh. not absolutely <laughs> not no, I know it's the time for giving, but it's also the time for being fucking selfish when you have to be. Call your taxis, guys. Yeah, exactly. Sort yourselves one. out. You're all adults. Love that. Love Important that. Important time well of year to maintain a boundary. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh my God. Watch me not stick to that. Watch me just like <laughs> fucking exhausted, <laughs> resenting the shit out of my family because I've said yes. This is such a me thing to do. I'm like, I'm saying I'm not going to do it. Then I'll feel bad. So I'll be like, oh, it's okay. No, it's fine. And then I'll spend all night going, guys, it's fine. It's fine. Have fun. Relax. I'm here. It's fine. Relax. Have a nice time. Have a nice time. And then at two in the morning, I'm like, I hate them all. And then I get home and then I'm just going to mm. explain. I'm just like, you're all so fucking selfish. And they'll be like, but you said it was fine. I'll be like, but I didn't mean it. And you should have known that. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that whole version of events. You quietly <laughs> seething and like winding yeah. yourself up a massive yeah. fucking treat. And telling them that absolutely, it's fine. Easy, easy, easy. Have fun. Yeah. I hate you. I hate you all. You selfish bastards. Um, so I'm actually making, like making my Alex put that boundary. Like, don't let me, don't let me do that. Because I'll just ruin Christmas for everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Put your foot down. <laughs> Lie in the sand, too tired to go to bed. Yeah, yeah. Festive but oh. Anyway, that was anyway. perfect. I think that's, that's the first mine time wasn't as bird. big as yours. I know, I know. I couldn't believe it. Um, well done. Thank you very much. So today's episode is well, we started the podcast a year ago, that's almost to the day, a year ago tomorrow. Um, with a 2021 roundup. So we thought we'd do the same again this year, except. <laughs> not 2021 again um really and a lot shorter than last time because we we must have spent five hours recording this last time it was our first ever recording not in our groove <laughs> and I, I think slightly baffled by the whole thing so we took a very long time and we did things over and over and over again and poor daisy but this year I don't know. Have we hit our stride? <laughs> no, no. But the good no, thing no. is we can give considerably less fucks. And we also know, I think there was a lot of pressure yes. on us last year to really try and like maintain the tone that we wanted for the podcast. Whereas yeah. now we know the people that are here, you guys are already on board. <laughs> Unlucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so and they're cool. Still. They're all cool. The listeners are cool and, and like yeah, exactly. on our way. Yeah, the vibe check. Totally. That's what the kids are saying. 
unless this gets lots of new listeners, in which case we'll shit ourselves. But I think I think we'll be all right. Um, I don't think they'll. I don't think uh, people have got better things to do. Well, we say that, but we did go to number one last year, and I swear the only reason we went to number one is because everyone was so sick of their families after like four days in the gooch, three days in the gooch. They were just like, "Yeah, I will do anything. I would rather rip my own ears off." No, (laughs) anyway, shall we get going with a rundown of the year? Let's go. Let's kick it off. Take us back to January. Yes, it's January. It's January. It's January 2022. And you know what happened in January 22 on a personal level for me? Sweet fuck all. Quite big. Oh. We've got we've got we've got a shared word doc here in front of us with um news, world news, and then M's personal news and Alex's personal news. So I can see M's personal news, and I thought that what was written down was what you were gonna say, which is that I rented a leaf blower. Rented rented a leaf blower kiss. <laughs> Literally, it's so sad as well. Because yours is like four lines long. Like your what happened in January for you so much. I've literally just been like rented a leaf blower kiss kiss. Yeah, fuck fuck all on fuck all on my side. Ridiculous. Um, got good use out of it though. And I didn't even you, rent it for leaves, you I did. rented it for content. You that. got very good use out of it, honestly. I was, yeah. yeah, it was quite special. Thank you very much. Anything, anything cool on <laughs> yes. your side? I've put loads on mine, haven't I? I'm gonna like barrel through them. Okay, so I announced the book. Huge, and it went to number one, didn't it? On on awkward if it didn't. It, but did. Sure it did. Yeah, you had a very it did, successful yeah. start of last year. Number one podcast. Oh my god. Book. Yeah. Oh, but hang I feel on. Like a slip and slide all year, just whoosh right down. This is exactly. <laughs> this is like word for word what I've written. I invested in a drum kit that I never got around to actually playing because I couldn't cope with the length of the online lessons. You can't call it an investment. You can't call it an investment. I actually no, refuse to allow you to call it an investment. Not only did you not make money. But you lost time. I did. I, I just, it's, I've donated it, you know. I don't think I told you that. I've donated it to... It went to a homeless um, charity uh, in... I, I don't know where, actually. I'm not sure. Somewhere just outside of London. Somewhere really far away. Because yeah. <laughs> you can be t- tempted again. Knocking on... <laughs> Hello, neighbour. Yeah, exactly. It went to... Yeah, it went to a homeless... So at least it's got a good home now, but... But bad times, bad times for me in January. I'm pleased somebody's benefited from that because that was a somebody horrible time of our lives. Yes, yeah, somebody had to. It was the saddest thing I've ever seen. No, I know. Let's move on because I um, am a dick. I thought Betty ate a paracetamol, so I took her to the emergency vets, but she hadn't felt guilty because obviously they make her throw up, don't they? So Yeah. That, yeah. That, that was my job. <laughs> Pissy Chan. But I remember that because I told you all the things that our dogs had eaten my mom, like, over the years. And I know, and I wish I'd listened to you because she hadn't eaten a paracetamol. Like I just let my mind. And even if she had, me. she would have been fine. We Dodger, <sighs> like king, light of my life. Before he died, we used to give him a paracetamol every day. And I just want to say that's not why he died. We we did that <laughs> on the vet's advisement because he had, he was sore. So he had yeah. paracetamol every morning. So yeah, uh, my January ended in guilt. But that's pretty. That's pretty normal. So um, yeah, it's just mum life. <laughs> that's just a month. That's just a normal month. So news, news. Well, real world life news. World yeah, news. I mean, it was actually a pretty quiet January, considering how massive the rest of the year's been. January was pretty quiet. But something I just wanted to bring up from a pop culture perspective was that 
Adele cancelled her Vegas residency. That in yeah. that in and of itself is not the news. But what was the news was I don't know if you remember the press that surrounded yes. it. So she cancelled and Piers Morgan wrote an article which was shared on Facebook with the caption, Is she ever not sobbing? Because Adele cancelled this video cancelled it via a video where she basically just cried and said to her fans, I'm sorry. Oh, I tell you what it was. She cried and she said the show's not ready and I can't put on a show that isn't ready. And she was crying and she said, I'm just so sorry. But with COVID, I think they had staff shortages and she just said the show's not ready. And Piers Morgan, Adele has morphed into another staggeringly rich, privileged prima donna. Why are men never staggeringly rich? Uh, the Daily Mail then said, Is Adele music's most unreliable diva? Furious American fans say Star has cancelled on her twice. And then the Mirror said, Adele branded a diva after tearfully cancelling her longed-for Las Vegas show. Pricks, a lot of them. But then I had a look. I remember making a post about it at the time, and I had a look at um, men who had cancelled gigs in the last year. There was one about Harry Styles cancelled shows. He stresses safety must take priority, which is exactly what Adele said, by the way. Uh, Lewis Capaldi reschedules all shows until 2022 to focus on his new album. Uh, Mike Skinner cancels the Streets 2022 tour due to COVID. Elton John test positive for COVID and is forced to cancel his concert in Dallas. Over the last year, Sean Mendes, since this since this, this whole thing, Sean Mendes cancelled his gig because he said he did a video or an Instagram post, I think, saying he wanted to prioritise his mental health. And everyone was like, yay, prioritise your mental health. But it was just that, it's just that thing that we've talked so much about this year on the podcast of building women up and up and up and up and up. And then just when she gets to the pedestal, like the very peak of the mountain that we've helped her climb... We just have to throw stones at her until she falls off. And the, just the glaring discrepancy with between how women and men are treated in the press. And I have to like, I'm like, what does her being staggeringly rich have to do with anything? Literally. Why is that in the headline? Why is why is that irrelevant at all? And so, like, Piers Morgan is the ilk of man whose sole ambition in life is to also be staggeringly rich. Like this, this that's so, that's the thing of like middle class men that's what they want to be is staggeringly but that's the whole point that's capitalism and it just tees them up to do it and the sad thing is is i can't imagine him yeah imagine him writing the same headline about harry styles has he's, he's become this staggeringly rich diva pop diva like harry doesn't in the same way that piers morgan writes about prince harry Harry Styles doesn't conform to, like, the kind of masculinity that Piers Morgan respects. Do you know what I mean? So I actually yeah. could see him doing it more to Harry Styles. I don't think he would, but I could see him doing that because Harry's, like, quite effeminate and, andro- and androgynous and, like, woke. And it's really easy for, like, yeah. the Piers Morgan to yeah, go that's for a good the, point. To, like, yeah, the people who don't conform to, like, traditional... Yeah pillars of masculinity imagine him doing it to Kanye West even like look at how he interviewed Kanye West look at how he spoke to him Kanye West was subsequently obviously said some horrifying things yeah where's the fucking opinion piece from Piers Morgan about that calling him staggeringly whatever no Piers Morgan is still milking that very brief relationship he had with Meghan Markle isn't he like that's his like bread and butter now which is so sad so sad 
sad. It's so sad. Like, give it a rest. Oh my God, please. It's it's just, it's mortifying for him. It's really embarrassing. But I'm finding this whole year the like the the what's happened to the the media this year particularly i just feel like there's just there's so much agenda with every paper now even the times like i used to like the times i used to think they had like good shit in there and you know like our, our um writers that i thought were funny and whatever and even they now are sinking into like really mean tabloid journalism like and we'll get onto it but like obviously December fast fast forward which we have that sound effect to where we are now there's been so much more in the way of like talk around Harry and Meghan but all the op-ed pieces for the Times even and the Guardian it's just well the Guardian's not so bad but it's just so mean it just feels so like Mm. tabloidy then every paper just feels like they're just putting out these really mean things and it's always always really mean about women or men who want to talk about their mental health, but mostly women. But that it, it's weird because it feels so at odds with the narrative on social media, doesn't it? Well, yeah, except TikTok's a bit brutal. Yeah, TikTok is brutal. Actually, yeah, you're right, TikTok is brutal. It's because I spend most of my time on Instagram. Yeah, because on Instagram, it's all like, be kind. Yeah, there's a real drive. Yeah, I mean, I hate hashtag be kind now. I feel like it's just taking on life of its own and not necessarily a great one, but... Yeah. But there is definitely a drive to, like, consider people's mental health and... But I think that's our Instagram. That's the thing. This is the thing. This is the thing. And this is something I've been thinking about and and messaging you about recently, like, sharing things with you. Even people that are semi in this world, like, they're sort of half in this our kind of world, and they still say a lot of brutal things about women. Yeah. And I've sent a few of them to you recently, haven't I? And been like, I'm stunned to see it. I'm really stunned to see it. And I've heard some people also who, who are completely not in this world at all. They don't. They don't have like public Instagram accounts, um, and they do have. They do say these really savage things that I you would have used. I used to say as well, but I think I'm so far removed from that now. And I and I see so clearly the damage in that now that it really like it catches my breath like to hear it and like that sounds really like but it is it feels visceral like I I feel my heart sink when I hear it because I'm like oh my god like we've made a lot of progress in in that space and me personally I know I have made so much progress in that space and like thank god I have because the way that I used to think about particularly other women Mm. was just horrible but people still have that. People still feel like that. And that scares me. Okay. February. February. Well, obviously in world news, Russia invaded mm. Ukraine. Which yeah. I, I said that to Alex this morning. I cannot believe that was this year. That feels so long ago. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. And absolutely terrifying. And still terrifying now, but it was really terrifying then, wasn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. it was just like, I remember just being like, oh my God, are we, like, are we all going to war? Like, what does this mean? And we felt quite helpless, didn't we? Um, I mean, it was amazing to see kind of the response, I guess, from a lot, you know, a lot of pe- British people were opening their doors to Ukraine. But then, of course, there's, there was a massive conversation around why are we being so welcoming to Ukrainian refugees when, you know, there's conflicts yeah. all over the world that arguably have more to do with Britain and we're not helping. And that's a whole thing. But from a very, from one one perspective, it was quite lovely to see people um, opening their 
hearts. Definitely. And to see a lot of people unite, it was really nice. Yeah. I, I guess we don't want to necessarily delve too much into it because, I mean, everyone knows like a lot of the facts and obviously we don't have like opinions to share on it other than it being utterly horrifying and obviously it's ongoing as well and it's ongoing this is the thing there's no resolution as of yet but that was the main definitely the main news of february um something else i wanted to touch on in the world of pop culture so emma thompson um had a new film out and she was doing press for it. And the film was, was called, I think, Good Luck to You, Leo. And she had a naked scene in the film. And during her press tour, she really brought body image to the forefront of the conversation of the mainstream in a way that I had never seen an actress do before. And I think there's a lot of pressure in Hollywood and with celebrities to look a certain way, but also keep the means to looking a certain way a secret and make it look effortless Mm. and make it look like there are no body image issues at play. And like, it's just, I'm naturally thin. And that's that, like, that's always been the conversation. And really no one's ever delved into it further than that or really been transparent with it. Not their fault. It's just kind of like the culture of, you know, celebrity in Hollywood. Mm. But Emma Thompson really went into it and it was so refreshing and she was really honest with it. It wasn't like, oh, we should all love our bodies. It wasn't like a, you know, just a lot of uh, positivity and fluff. Yeah, that might not have actually resonated, but she was honest about not liking her body, but put it, you know, lay that, lay that problem at the feet of society. Um, And there's a clip actually that I'd like to play um, this clip, which I thought was really powerful. We're not used to seeing untreated bodies on the screen. We're only used to seeing bodies that have, you know, been trained. I can't stand in front of a mirror like that. If I stand in front of a mirror, I'm always sort of, I'll pull something in, I'll turn to the side, I'll do something. I can't just stand there. Why would I do that? It's horrifying. So, but that's the problem, isn't it? That we've been, not you, but certainly women have been brainwashed all our lives to hate our bodies. That's the fact of it, and um, everything that surrounds us is, <laughs> is, reminds us how imperfect we are and everything is wrong with us, everything is wrong, and you need to look like this. So you try, sta- you try standing in front of a mirror, take your clothes off and don't move. Don't go, don't, just don't move. Just accept it and don't judge it. It's the hardest thing I've ever had to do. So, you know, I really, I I did something I've never done as an actor. Yeah, so she was talking about standing in front of the mirror for this naked scene um, and how difficult it was and and... The difficulty is because of this this societal and cultural problem that we have. Um, so I thought that was really brilliant that she talked about that and, and opened up that conversation. I also think it's so cool that she is an older woman speaking like that because I think there are a lot of older women that are quite judgmental of the, like the work that you and I would do on Instagram, for example. And just, yeah. oh, it's just silly narcissists and just silly vein and blah, blah, blah. And it's the generation of women that just don't like other women that much. And that's just, call a spade a spade. Like, well, they don't call themselves spades. They, they, they're they like, no, 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 we're just a different brand of feminism. We're not, not whatever, you, you dicks. But um, they don't, there's a, there, is a, there is a generation of women that, that kind of undermine what a lot of the younger generation are trying to do in terms of body confidence, body positivity, fat acceptance, and that sort of thing. Um, 
And then there's a, mm. there's a lot of older women as well who, on the complete other side, are just like, God, I wish I'd had this. Like, I'm in my 40s, I'm in my 50s, I'm in my 60s, I'm in my 70s, and I still feel like this, and I wish that somebody had done this for me, and, you know, spoken up for me. So I'm not saying all older women are in the first women's camp, but um, it's just so nice to have... Like, I always feel sad for these older women who say that because it's like, but it's not done. Like, your life isn't done, you know, like, and allowing people to find body confidence or body acceptance or whatever in older at older ages, it's just, like, so obvious, but also just so cool. Do you know what I mean? So cool. That's so true. Because I sent, I sent that clip to my mum as well, and she was just, like, gobsmacked astounded because she's never heard anything like that she's heard it you're right from our generation but we're so much we're that bit further removed obviously from her and so it's harder to relate and it's harder for that to resonate and I think as well it's harder to it's harder to listen and accept it because as well like imagine how uncomfortable that is or like the dissonance in realizing that your entire life like what you've what you've strived for your entire life has been something that doesn't like now people are saying it doesn't actually matter like you don't have to be thin like that's a lot to take in and that's a lot to to like process mentally so it's easier to just not process it and not try to understand it so to hear someone I think of their generation saying it is probably quite eye-opening yeah um and And yeah so I'd imagine uh, actually having just been quite rude about um (laughs) about the women who undermine what we do, I actually can understand why they do because it might be quite jarring mm. if you've had children or if you've if you're older. Like, you know, particularly for someone like me, if I'm before I got pregnant, obviously, you know, happily existing in my body and trying to um, accept my flaws, my flaws might be perceived very differently by somebody who is older and by society's standards further away from this the beauty ideal which is obviously younger which is one of the main things i think so maybe it is quite jarring if you just see younger people being like love your body and then you're sitting there in a body that society no one's told you to love and nobody's told society that it should be loved. right so it must be really jarring so to have an emma um, emma watson to have emma thompson who's had children who is older Mm. you know who is kind of like just she's of the age where society really does just whoosh a woman away we don't need to see you anymore we can hear from you like we are quite good at hearing from older women now but we really don't like to see them yeah. Like, you know, we want them in like a million scarves. Why are they always cast to wear like so many shawls? Drapey dresses with another layer and another layer and then a shawl and then another shawl. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like. And if we do the- see older women, like, if we, you know, I mean, it's, I'm thinking of like women in their 50s that we see, they look like JLo or they look like Jennifer Aniston which is great, good on them, you know, cool. Mm. Or Nicole Kidman, you know, all of these women are very thin and they're toned and everyone remarks on how young they look for their age. Yeah, and how we could look that good too. Yeah, whereas it would be cool to just see people who look, I don't know, like how women look in their 50s. Like, I don't know. But... Emma Thompson is fucking brilliant and I am I don't believe in manifesting necessarily but I am manifesting this and putting it out into the universe that Emma Thompson will come on our podcast one day because I think she would be one of our dream guests 
She was saying the dream guest. Also, I know. So there you go. Just manifest it. Just believe in it. Just do this for us. I know. Sorry. Sorry. Sad interlude before we head into March or even our personal news. I saw it. Oh, I don't. I I don't know why I'm going to tell you this. I saw. I saw a video this morning on TikTok because I started watching TikTok videos because I wanted to be more like you. Um, And it was a sign of like (laughs) the 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 most to least lovable star signs. (laughs) Oh my god! Was I last? You were second last. Oh no! What was the last? Aquarius. Oh my god, that's Dave. Yes. It's <laughs> oh you my and god, Dave. that's Dave. It's you and it's Dave. It's me and Dave. Oh my god. I know. It was like the two least lovable. I was like, well, at least they found each other. Wait. So what's the most lovable? Pisces. And then next up was Libra, which is Jenny, manager Jenny. And then next up was me. See, this is TikTok. TikTok is so clever because. So you go, you barely go on it. Is that right? Yeah, you you don't go on it much. Okay, no. so when you do go on it, you get served this video about astro- astrology, about star signs, right? And yeah, it's like they probably one, seen my tattoo. They can sense it. They presume that you believe in star signs, right? And they were right. And I only get, and I've never ever looked for star signs, astrology, like anything like that. Not I only get sending it to a Virgo. Also, why would they want to tell you that you're unlovable? <laughs> yeah, I only get the ones that are like, why star signs are rubbish. Isn't that weird? And I've never Googled it. I've never searched for it. Isn't that weird? Yeah. It's not weird. It's it's, it's TikTok is scary. It's It's scary. Yeah, it's data. It's really scary. But also, they are wrong. They are wrong. Because they serve me toddler videos all the time. You like toddlers. They serve me baby and toddler videos yeah, no you I don't I, I mean yes you, do. yes you do you hang out with your nephew all the time you're always talking about him oh I've got to go to nursery oh I've got to do this I've got to help Jen yeah yes, I mean so I, no, I, I love my exactly. I love my nephew but I don't like toddlers in general I'm not like oh no. what he likes and dislikes oh I like toddlers like that's fucking weird I don't like toddlers I like my nephew no I think it can hear you saying like oh I've got to do this I've got to do this I'm doing this baby related do you think thing. Oh, and I probably like Google oh, stuff as well no. for my sister. Yeah, yeah, and also I know this, I know this. So I, I watched a video on TikTok about how um, the internet works. And it's not technically that they're listening to us. They could do, they've got the capability, obviously, but it's actually not very effective. But what's more effective is they work out who you spend the most time with. So when I go back to my mum's house, for example, I am more likely to be advertised her toothpaste brand for example, because I would go back to her house. They might assume that I would be using her toothpaste while I was there, but they would sync up our Google searches. So they would show me the sort of things that she has in her house and in her life. So that if I were to come home again, I'd be like, oh, like mum's got that at her house. I think I want one too, etc. That freaks me out. That's really scary. It does not bother me at all. It makes my life so much easier. Well, there you go. That's why then. That's because I'm with Jen all the time. Yeah. Exactly, and you'll be with the nephew, the nephew with your nephew, the nephew. <laughs> yeah, I'm being advertised a lot of baby stuff, but again, it's convenient because I don't know what I need. I don't know how to have a baby. The more stuff that pops up telling me what to do, the better. Um, personal news from February. We've talked for so fucking long. <laughs> I spent the whole month in bed because I got COVID. Do you remember? Yeah, I was supposed to have yeah. an operation on my face in mid February and then I got COVID three days before I was supposed to have five days before I was supposed to have the operation and obviously I couldn't have the operation anymore so I was in bed with COVID to have for the first time even though I'd had both my jabs and I subsequently had a booster I was so ill and then I literally this the hospital were amazing they were like no you can have your surgery but you can't have general anaesthetic 
uh, after you've had COVID for like seven weeks, I think it was, unless it's like, you know, super emergency because it's just not great because you might die or something. I don't know. Anyway, um, so then they were like, we'll do it under local. So I stayed in bed. I had COVID for the full time. I think it was like two weeks you had to stay in bed. I can't remember how it was. And I literally stayed in my room because I was like, if Alex gets COVID, he can't look up. He can't take me to the hospital. I can't have this operation to have the metal taken out of my face because the year before I had a broken jaw and then they put loads of metal in my face to fix it and then one of the screws came loose so I had to have it removed because it was so painful. Anyway, um, yes, then I got out of bed for a day, went to Sarah's (laughs) birthday dinner, like literally my one day out of bed, that was on Sunday, went to Sarah's birthday and then on Monday morning I went into the hospital and had my face operated on under local anaesthetic. Horrifying ordeal, wouldn't recommend it. And then I had to get straight back into bed again to recover from that. So February was a big month for me in my bedroom. It was bleak. Yes, it was very sad. It was bleak. It was like tangled. I was just, except without, I was, it was like tangled but with shit hair. I don't know what tangled is. Are you kidding? No. The film? No, I've never seen it. Oh, what? I know Jen's in the room. Can you just make sure that you, she She's shaking her head at me. <laughs> oh, she's a mother. Is it good? Yes. Jen's going, yes. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, she's Bam, seen it. Oh, good. It. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's amazing. Okay, well, there you go. That's yeah, nice. basically, that was me in February, because it was, again, with shit hair. Anyway, anything? <laughs> Did you do anything more interesting on the outside? <laughs> so I have got written down. I don't know why I've gone so intricate with this. Yours is just like one thing, and mine's like this. Em got Benita Norris on the podcast as a surprise. Epic surprise. Fucking love that. That was sick. I also got COVID, you fun. You did get COVID straight Yay. after me as well. So we didn't see each other for yeah. ages. And the weird thing I is, is I didn't even you. get it off you. No. Even though we'd been in the studio together all day and you'd been so ill. Yeah, and then I literally got better. And then when I had my operation, that's when you got COVID. Because then we found GeoTrack here. I forgot about GeoGetter. Oh <laughs> we discovered GeoGetter. Should we play again at Christmas? Yes. Yes. This online game. This online game where it literally like it drops you. It drops you like a pin into anywhere in the world on Google Earth. And you then have to work out where you are and you can do it as a team. And so fun. We discovered it and then we like played it obsessively for like five days and then completely forgot that it existed <laughs> i literally i looked at it i was like what is geo get like, oh my god that was such a fun yeah. few days god, so i remember fun. one night like alex went out and i i played in the bath i was so upset like i couldn't let you play on your own that i took my laptop into the bath so that i could keep playing <laughs> yeah much. dave was on a stag do i had covid you had jaw we just played <laughs> we just like we just played Eight hours. Oh, it's like being teenagers <laughs> playing The Sims. It's so tragic. <laughs> it was Could tragic. It was so so fun. How did we just forget about that? I just I completely forgot fuck. about that. Okay, yeah, like we can totally yeah. pick that back up again. March. Yes, March. We're moving on. Will Smith slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars. Yes. Like I saw him on a poster the other day, and I was just like. Oh, we're just, we're over it. Good point. Do you know what? I'm going to type in Will Smith and see what's his latest news. Probably that he's been paid between 20 and 30 million to appear in a new film. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about his new film, Emancipation. There you go. (laughs) And Will Smith might win an Oscar for Emancipation despite Chris Rock slap. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what the article, the headline is. Well, he won an Oscar last year, didn't he? This year, that's what he, that was the bummer. Like he won an Oscar for playing, you won, um... King Richard. The King Richard. So he was so good in that. So good. Get your wife's name. No, my wife's name. Damn it. Out your fucking mouth. I watched it back. I was like, that was 
so dramatic. I didn't understand until near the end of that day that it was real. I thought it was a stunt, as a, a, um, a yeah. um a bit, a, a yes, spoof, uh, whatever you call it, stunt. <laughs> I thought it was a stunt. I was like, I just assumed it was because. I was like, that was cannot be real no in no way. way. But like, that's got to be one of the biggest like celebrity moments in history. Like, that in was just history. wild, wild, he wild. He literally him. just whacked him one. Walk up on the stage, get my wife's name. Like, literally what? on stage at the Oscars. Like, at tell me a bigger, Oscars. a bigger celebrity stage. Literally, mad, bonkers, mad. bonkers. People talk mad. more about Kanye taking. Taylor's VMA than they do about Chris about the Will and Chris yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 10 years ago yeah uh, what I didn't like was the um didn't one of his kids Will Smith's kids afterwards like double down on it as well and was like yeah that's what you get when you mess with us or something like that and I was yeah, like yeah I think so not great Cringe. not great Cringe. that, that well, wasn't great I felt really sorry for Jade I think we talked about it at the time like his wife obviously because it's like she's the butt of the joke and then she gets humiliated by her husband like that should have been for her to respond to and like yeah like it's more embarrassing that he's made up a big thing in my opinion but whatever I don't, what do I know I don't know if I'd ever forgive Dave if he did that what if he went up on the stage and slapped somebody I mean I, I can't see Dave, Dave ever doing that he's my wife's <laughs> name out of your, your mouth, mouth. imagine yeah, it yeah. I, don't, I think he'd just be yeah. like oh fair fair Phelps so personal news God, why am I so shit I massively wiped out I literally have written lol. I massively wiped out on a run. Is that in March? That cannot be in March. Don't you remember? I tripped. And I showed you the scarf for it, which I still have on my shoulder. I can't believe that's March. I know. I went for my first little run after my stupid little operation. And I was like, she's back in the game, bitches. Going for a run and I was listening to the Amy Studd song. So you think you got it all worked out. You got your hot pants on. You got your ass right out. You And I was like, <laughs> And then... Uh, Tripped over a loose, a loose paving stone and absolutely ate shit. Uh, and yeah, I had You really did as well. And you never yeah, got yeah. the footage, which was sad. No, I did email. I emailed Sainsbury's and I emailed the council um, because I fell outside a graveyard and next to a zebra crossing. So there was quite a lot of CCTV. And I asked for the footage and they said no, unless I'd been involved in a road traffic accident and this was an insurance case. And then I was like, hmm. I could lie. <laughs> and I thought, it's not worth it. So I didn't. It's not worth it. It's not no. worth it. I mean, it would have been cool to see, but, you know. Alex, it would have been we, fucking we iconic. It would have been so good. So the good. best thing that came out of that was so many people started DMing me CCTV footage of their own falls. That was fantastic. That was the best. Like one That was your best content ever. Ever. She sent me a CCTV video of herself falling down the stairs and it was literally the best, the best thing I've ever watched. You have never shone brighter than that week. No. <laughs> From the ashes. You have, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, really I don't think I have. I because also, during that week, the gusset of my pants snapped. That's what I was going to say, something you've missed out. I know. Well, I had my, I had my very bruised knees and you and I went yeah. to a Mac event and I don't know why I decided to take my very... I didn't wear tights or anything, like some kind of fucking animal. I was like, what am I, animal. three? Like, why was I going with my scabby knees? Grow up. Like, what was wrong with me? <laughs> went to this Mac event with my fucking scabby knees. Absolutely rank. And then on my way home from this fancy event that we'd been to with Mac, the gusset of my knickers snapped. And... Sad I times. I had to go home with, like, no pants on but also like a belt 
<laughs> and like a hanging <laughs> like, like a tail <laughs> Like a, like, a like a little tail. Like a little tail at the bottom of my dress because I wasn't wearing tights. So it was literally just like chaos under there. That's never happened to me. I'm quite sad. I almost want to buy the knickers that that are famous to do it, that that famously oh, yeah, do snap. Yeah, the lacy scallop ones. Don't get them. Yes. Don't know if I said scallop right or scallop. Anyway, um, it's happened to everyone. Once I, yeah. It, it's happened to another pair. Al. I pulled on the white version of the black ones that I've got. Ping. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It might just be my juicy cheeks, but we talked about this at the time. <laughs> Happened to Sasha Polari on television. Yeah. She went on the Lorraine. She went on Lorraine. <gasps> oh, wow. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, so you're living on the edge. And you know, I've got the third set up there. I've got the third pair that came in that set hanging by a fucking thread. And sometimes I wear them just for the thrill. <laughs> I want to be with you the next time that it happens. If I don't know why. If anything is going to but... finish those off, it will be my pregnancy. So it will be the bump. Bear with yeah. You. Your own march. My march. House of condoms. House of condoms. <laughs> uh, no, it was cool. I got to speak at House of Commons, and the, the morning that I did it, we had our live show with. Jo- we were interviewing Bryony Gordon and Candice Brathway on stage with Georgia Asda uh, for the live show, and I had to do it on Zoom beforehand. The House of Commons interview, and just as we were about to go on stage, I was like, "Oh, I'm just going to put up that I was at the House of Commons," and Commons autocorrected to condoms, and I put the House of Obviously. Commons, up, which gave us a lot of and we did the George as the Georgia as the live show which was great wasn't it and we like learned that actually we could maybe do it <laughs> it gave us a bit of confidence to do what we've just what we just did our independent live show god yeah that was really fun we tried to get rebel wilson on the podcast oh yeah we we came at her from all angles instagram manager multiple people emailing her her agency and we got one response that was unfortunately this is a pass and that was it that was it we loved that like thank you yeah okay (laughs) yeah (laughs) do not mince your words okay thank you jesus god that was brutal crushing it was sad it's been very character this year's been very character building it has hasn't it yeah yeah i love the meme that's like i've had like i'm done with character building now or something like yeah literally like yeah we could do with just someone saying developed yes. enough <laughs> i know emma thompson come on manifest manifest right. april april it wasn't that big a month if we're honest no rihanna I... unveiled her boom uh, yes her baby bump and then like paved the way for just a new era of pregnancy fashion and pregnancy Stunning. dressing and like embracing the bump and actually, that's been my favourite content of yours this year. You <laughs> in your low-rise jeans and your bum in that video. So good. So good. Epic. I need to do it again. But it's um, hard. I just feel like Rihanna has changed the way that we see pregnant people. Pregnant Agree. women. So cool. It's, and it's so cool. The only issue is, from a practical standpoint, like, she looks so cool, but I well, found... Well, it's cold. Well, it does look cold. Actually, that's mm. the least of your worries because it, being pregnant, it just makes you warm all the time. Um, or freezing cold. I found there was no happy medium. Either, I'm either sweating or shaking violently. Um, uh. But more so than that, it's like, it's finding stuff that fits. Like, when she was wearing low-rise jeans, I guess I was wearing low-rise jeans, but they weren't done up, which therefore makes them completely impractical. Like, I can't, I can't. Like, I'm a normal person. I can't get on the yeah. tube 
with undone jeans and a crop no. top. Like, I can't do it. No. So, although it was very cool in that, like, she's she's run a marathon over there. She's done it so that we can, fuck, like, learn to walk over here. Do you know what I mean? Crawl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think she's done it in a way that's going to mean that, like, people who might not have worn a bikini while they were pregnant, for example, yes. now could. Yeah. Because I remember thinking before I got pregnant, I used to be like, oh, God, pregnancy's really gross. And to be honest, I kind of maintain that in, like, when I look at my stomach and it's, like, protruding out, I'm like, whoa. Like, and I mean, like, protruding because, like, you can see her feet and stuff. I'm like, whoa. Um, alien. Yeah, yeah, so that's crazy. I don't think I would have necessarily been comfortable to, like, wear a bikini, for example. Not that I'm doing that now because it's freezing and I'm not going anywhere. But what I'm saying yeah. is post-Rihanna world... It's changed my view of, preg- of, of, of like, sexiness. To- sexiness. This is the thing. That is so the thing. Because, like, I feel like we only really saw, babe- like, naked, bare baby bumps in, like, m- like very stylized maternity shoots, which are also really cool. Um, yeah. But seeing her just being like, fuck it, like, I'm just going to go about my life. I'm just going to go to events, like, with my bump out. I was like, you just look amazing. I just love her. Yeah, I absolutely great. love yeah. it so much. And a lot of people have kind of followed on from her. Yeah. Personal news. We went on My Hindu. <gasps> so fun. We went on the party bus. We went out to Pop yes. World in Bristol and we met some of our listeners and probably lost them forever. <laughs> Such a fun night. Such a fun night. Pop World in Bristol. I love it. That feels like a very long time ago, doesn't it? What doesn't a night. It? What a doesn't fucking it? night. We drank so Such much Jaeger. So much Jaeger. So much, so many weird sugary So much Prosecco. Shots. Yeah, we just took yeah. so many shots. A lot, Shit, a man. Lot, a lot. That is so far away from the human that I am today. Submarine. Same, woman. That's sad, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my God. It was so fun. It was really fun. Same again next year? Yeah. <laughs> same, same again, please. <laughs> bring the baby along she'll love it yeah we need we need someone to get married let's marry let's get the kid let's get this locked down i know i know i'll find her a i'll find her a suitable partner yeah or, i'll organize something maybe someone listening like can we just come on your hand yeah well that seems more that seems better than me organizing a wedding for my child <laughs> your currently unborn child yeah. <laughs> still in the womb to have them in the not, next four or five months yeah not yet zero still minus married <laughs> Um, um, okay. okay my personal I've just got written down Dave shat himself on a plane and, sicked, <laughs> and then and then sicked in the taxi <laughs> went to New York for this like lovely little get like romantic getaway not getaway like he was working but still we were supposed to spend some time together and he spent the whole time in the hotel room and I was just on my own and he was just like shitting and sicking himself so that was fun um, I remember that we did a, we did an episode and it was like he's just like in the corner <laughs> of the yeah. room it was shaking like, yeah it was like she was doing it in the room with a corpse it was just like I could just see his just like lifeless body in the background I was like it's a real fucking buzzkill but like I was like paying for like OnlyFans content or whatever. Just like, I was like, yeah, like you were my cam girl. And it's just like, could you just get your dead husband out the back of the shop, please? <laughs> OnlyFans content ever. I'm not getting the, des- the desired effect. Um, <laughs> get your dead husband out of the shop. <laughs> 
It's not good for the brand, is it? We can't use a social asset. Just like a yellow Dave in the background, empty. Oh, even, yeah, even more morose than normal. Oh, dear. May! It's gonna be May. Personally, I got married. You got married. I yeah, got married. It's a big month. It's been a big year for me. I've ticked every single, like... Um, young woman's aspirational list. Yes, you have. You Thank have. Very much. Well done. Um, I rented a leaf blower and got married. What else could you want? <laughs> Feels like so long ago, but also like it shouldn't be that long ago. It's weird. what a day. What a day. Such a good day. Such a good day. Yeah, loved it. You didn't embarrass yourself at all. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't embarrass myself. Uh, well, I, I introduced myself to, to Ashley's husband Tommy as Tommy. <laughs> Still hi, I'm Tommy. Uh, yeah, I didn't enjoy that. Um, and I ate a sausage thinking it was a vegan sausage. So that was, that was fun. <laughs> but apart oh, from that, really so I was like, I was like, Dave, this is, these are, I need to find out what brand these are because it's, uh, these are amazing. It tastes like real sausages. <laughs> Dave was like, yeah, these are definitely real sausages. And I was like, that'll be I did it. not get enough of the canapes at my wedding. And I was so excited for them. Like when we did the food tasting, like obviously me and Al don't eat meat. So I needed a wedding that I could like go to town on. Like I wanted to be able to eat yeah. like, you know, vegan, basically really good vegan food. I don't know what it is. Cater waiters don't offer the bride the canapes. No, they don't. They won't do, will they? Maybe they assumed that the dress was too tight a situation. No, that they honestly they avoided me like the plague. Very good on drinks. Yeah, very okay, good that's on good. drinks. That's good. Yes, yeah, su- super thorough on drinks, but not enough food. I still think about that lasagna that I ate at your wedding. The the caterers are, are catering. They're called Spook, and they're in Battersea. Um, they. Uh, they don't have a restaurant but i am thinking about telling them that i'm planning another event just so that we could go for food well i'm actually looking to see if they do like any kind of delivery or something because should we put on a podcast party for the two of us so we shall we yeah and just get an absolute shit ton and obviously like we're doing speeches and stuff people kept trying to talk to me because it's like my wedding and i was like just leave me to the lasagna and i'll be back in a minute what was it it was like pine nut spinach and like and mushroom and truffle. The spinach, mushroom and kale. Truffle spinach, and pine nut. Kale and pine nut. Yeah, like a lasagna thing. Oh, fuck, it was good. <sighs> it was so Unbelievable. good. I know. And how good was the wedding cake as well? They also made the wedding cake white chocolate and it was gluten because I couldn't eat gluten at the time. White white chocolate, vegan, gluten free. And I don't it know just if I ate the wedding cake, actually. I've still, got, I've still got the bottom layer in the freezer. And they say that it's tradition to eat the bottom layer either at your kids' christening or on your first wedding anniversary. I think it's the kids' christening, so... Yes. Well, in that case, play your cards right, come to the christening, and you'll get some of the cake. Nice. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I had done that as well. I'd frozen some of our wedding cake, and Dave threw it away. How about that? When we moved. What? How about that? I know, what? I know. Can't what? really... I, yeah, I can't get mad about it, because I just don't have the capacity. You definitely can. To get wound up about I'll it now. I'll get mad about it. I'm going to text him. Like, what the fuck was that? I know, um, how bad? Yeah, what the fuck? That's worse than the advent calendar. He was like, sorry, I didn't know the tradition. I just thought you just, like, just had enough of it. Frick. Anyway. Frick. Honestly, I don't know what you, what you see in that guy. See, that's why they're the least lovable. <laughs> I know. See? There you go. See? 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 Yeah, but how yeah. can you not believe in star signs? I've brought you cold hard facts and you've just backed it up with evidence. That's a bad thing he's done. I know. I know. 
Okay. I'm preferring to just like run through mine, you know, like rather than talk yeah, about yeah, them. So Light London collection launched. That was really cool, really exciting. And M was one of our models and it was a stunning shoot. You know that bitches? I was a model. You were a model. Uh, such a good shoot. Um, I don't know why I've written, I've written the weirdest things down. Like I went to Tiger Tiger in Leicester Square at the age of 33. Thought that was like, I don't know why I thought that was m- memorable. I recorded the audio book for my book and had a panic attack because I just kept Winter thinking tiger about Tiger Tiger in Leicester Square at the age of 33 that's a horrible <laughs> entry it's so boring what's Tiger Tiger why why have you written are you this? joking what's Tiger Tiger it's like it's like are you joking <laughs> no what is it why you, why do why, why do like you put this here a nightclub you go to when you're 18 basically or like 17 16 17 like trying to get into places I had Why a full-on night out in Tiger Tiger alone. at the age of 33. I wasn't alone, thank you very much. <laughs> so was. And I don't know, I just thought, I, I don't know. That was just, that was, that was, look, it was memorable in my year, okay? Thank you. Um, yeah, recorded the audiobook, had a panic attack because uh, because of the, the breathing. Oh my God, it was so intense, so intense. Locked in this room for three days, just trying to think about not breathing. So obviously all I think about is breathing. Um, anxiety was very high not fun but also quite cool but i'm glad i did it uh so yeah that was may also in may was the verdict of the amber heard and johnny how long did it last for it lasted for ages it felt or it felt like anyway on social media it started in april and finished in june he first sued her in 2018 Mm. so it's been going on for years okay but then yeah started april the 11th 2022 and finished on june the 1st 2022 so it went on for a couple of months and they were probably the worst months that i've spent on social media i I was just about to say the same thing i really i hated it i hated it i hated it people seem to relish in just absolutely butchering this woman annihilating her like i I actually, I keep being like, oh, maybe I'm just going to tiptoe around it. I actually, I'm not going to. They're obviously very, it's obviously a very toxic relationship and a very toxic situation. And they're both obviously guilty of various things. But just because he won, it does not mean that he is not guilty of some of the things that were like proven, the texts that were read out, like some of it was so rank but more distressing than the actual facts was just the rhetoric that surrounded her and the women that were like just so delighted to see her like hurt or fail or fall or like it was just so intense wasn't it but I think the thing that made and and yeah okay that and also the fact that he became a hero yeah he literally became a hero. And it's like, you might think that he's... he's the, 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 the least guilty of the two. You might think that he's the least guilty of the two. And you might even think that he's the victim in this situation. But if you actually kept up with everything that had happened in that trial, there is no way that you could say he was a hero. Yet he came out of it a total hero, a global hero. Yeah, people were saying, you know, like, oh, we love... And I remember seeing it. Like, I was on my honeymoon, actually, and I remember seeing people's... Like, my close close friend story, because no one was going to say it on, on Instagram, um, being like, oh, we love a king. Like, look at our king. And I was like, the fuck? Like, what a in king? the me girl is this? Like... Yeah, because some of those texts, again, no matter what she did, 
that is not king-like behaviour, although it actually is king-like behaviour in terms of the fact that, like, historically, kings are awful. Like, no king is a good king. Yeah. King Henry VIII, bad guy, bad vibes. But by the modern definition of king, that's not yeah. it. In the Harry Style king era... Johnny yeah. Depp does not deserve the crown. Shocking, honestly. It Shocking. Was really, it was really just disgusting. so depressing, wasn't it's it? So, it? That's the word. It was just. It was really depressing. Yeah. Like, because Amber Heard probably wasn't going to see that and whatever. But other women who experienced domestic violence, which the statistics in the UK are so staggeringly high. Yeah. And obviously, we've worked with Refuge this year a couple of times, and we've interviewed. Um, some, uh, well, we interviewed the amazing Natasha, who's a domestic abuse survivor, and. Yeah. It's like something that both Al and I are really passionate about and it's work that, well, yeah, it's just, it's the people that see, the people that see what you're saying or what what everybody was saying about Amber Heard isn't Amber Heard. It's other women who are experiencing domestic violence and who feel that they won't be believed or who feel like if their partner is successful or if he is wealthy or if he is good looking or if he is good at acting around other people that he that no one will believe her. And we still ask women, why didn't you say anything? Yeah, and why did you stay? And why did you stay? Yeah. Like, why didn't you just tell someone? Like, why didn't you call the police? Why, like, why do you think? Look at it. It's hardly like a shining example. Like, what terrible precedent. Yeah, it's... it's, it's yeah. yeah, it was It's not shocking. as black and white as saying, like, you know, they're both innocent. But, but a woman doesn't have to be a virginal, white... No! ...perfect woman in order to be believed as a victim. Like, we don't have mm. to have a perfect victim. We can have an imperfect victim. We can have a victim who is also guilty in her own way. Yeah. But she still has to be given the respect and support that she deserves as a victim. So, yeah, that whole thing was just fucking rank. I, just, I hated, I hated social media It was media a shit time. show. It was awful. Yeah, t- that, yeah, that's when I stopped using TikTok, to be honest. And I've had to stop again yeah. with the anti-Megan Marcus. I'm like, why have you put me on these pages? I don't want to see fucking people just absolutely destroying vulnerable women. Yeah. But that's yeah. what the algorithm keeps showing me, which is annoying. I, I think it's because those, those videos are so popular. That's what I think. I don't think... I, I just think those videos perform really well and people like them. People are quick to like them, quick to comment. And, th- you know, it's it, the algorithm knows us what people are enjoying seeing. And that's it. That in and of itself is is like not good information. <laughs> like it's not a good indication of like where we are. But yeah, no, terrifying. Anyway, well, okay. Also, huge TikTok news in June. Liam Payne went yes. super viral. Yeah, and that was another really weird time to be online because yeah. he went on the Logan Paul podcast. Yeah, people were so cruel to him. Yeah, so basically, I mean, he did a Liam Payne did a, an interview with Logan Paul, and he basically said like, "You will have seen it because they all these clips went viral of him saying like, yeah, like One Direction was built around me. Simon Cowell said it was all built around me, and then like, and then he's you know then then there was that clip of him saying that one of the band members put you know." said something and he said if you talk to me again I'm gonna what did he say I'll make sure you, you take your hands off me or you'll never use them again that's yeah. it yeah um yeah. but what I thought was really tough was that in the month before he'd done an interview with Stephen Bartlett where he basically had said that he was sober because or he wasn't drinking at the time because 
like he'd formed quite an unhealthy relationship with alcohol, particularly during the time in the band, because like when they come off stage you know like they could they were just so famous that they couldn't you know like go and just do anything normal so they'd always be locked in their hotel rooms and he said what do you do if you're locked in your hotel room you just drink yeah. you know because it was like we were kids and it was just fun or whatever so he was kind of vulnerable and then a month later and then a month later when he was on the logan paul podcast he was drinking loads of whiskey and i just think like yeah. i don't know who's looking after him i would have felt i, I feel like yeah. I, mean, I think logan paul's a prick anyway but like it just yeah, really felt is. like quite exploitative of yeah like of this guy's vulnerability and then just to go so and then people come after us be kind like God forbid that this had played because that could have played out a very different way. He's clearly in a vulnerable position, and it's I'm really pleased he's okay and he's made it to the end of the year. But like I wouldn't have been surprised if something terrible had happened at the time. But but this is the thing then those same TikTok accounts that like com- like put together like collated all of this like hilarious things that he said in this interview are now releasing you know putting out videos that uh, of you know that contain pictures of him now where he looks quite thin and frail and saying like. Liam looks really bad. Liam looks really sad. I'm like, well, yeah, obviously he does. Yes. Okay. Oh, and and you're wondering why? Yeah. You just you you can't like get away with it. It's not even getting away with anything now. But like everything is scrutinized to to, to like the just the, the nth degree now. It's really horrible and yeah, it's so easy to go viral. Yeah, I feel sorry for people like in the public eye. I do. I do. It's just a terrifying mm. thing. Like, you know, one TikTok, that's the thing that scares me about TikTok is it's like there is very, very little humanity. No, no. Yeah, it's terrible. And, and yeah, it's like it's real people that you're playing with. And, you know, it's one thing for Liam Payne, like, you know, in the situ- unique situation that he's in. But kids can go viral at the same rate. And, you know, like, you know, yeah. and, uh, somebody yeah. who's got absolutely zero tools can be plucked from obscurity and put on that exact same platform and torn apart in exactly the same way and it's just like people aren't going to survive this and if they do they're not going to survive it with their mental health intact and actually you're right like Liam Payne doesn't look well now at all bless him and everybody's Mm. like oh hope he's alright and it's like well he might be doing a bit better if you didn't make him like the fucking butt of a joke for two months yeah it's hard to survive a global mocking yeah when you're clearly vulnerable and come out of that unscathed yeah yeah but, but but we had some good news in June. Yeah, your book came out. Oh, no, I was going to say you were pregnant. You found out you were pregnant. But also, <laughs> your book came out. Yeah, I really feel like we've dragged this one on. This, this old pregnancy. I gave you. birth to a book. And you, you found out that you were going to give birth to a baby. Yeah. I think I'd rather give birth to a human than a book, to be honest. Imagine how spiky a book would be coming out. Oh, God. God yeah, yeah, and your birth a hardback as well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you found out you were pregnant and told me that very same day, which I love. <laughs> I know, literally, you found out before, like, literally, you found out before my mom. You found out before anyone. You literally found out at the same speed as Alex, my Alex. <laughs> it was funny, but Lol. very exciting. I can't believe that it was June. I cannot believe that. Oh, my God. So, yeah, the book came out. That woman called the police on me in the cafe, which was honestly terrifying. God, like, June? I'm, Fucking hell. Yeah. Um, moved into a new f- place with wooden floors and Betty literally shat herself. Bless her. Oh, she's much better now, but she still doesn't like them. So our our place is literally like, it's like we're playing the floor is lava constantly with just like she's bits still, of rug and now. carpet. And she's better. And like she'll, but like she won't jump off things onto wooden floor. She'll Stop. only jump off, jump off things onto 
rug or carpet and st- yeah so we've just got bits of, of carpet everywhere um but she's well, she's fine she's fine now um yeah that was it really yeah june was fun june was nice yeah june was yeah june was july july my mental health got quite bad in july oh that's funny so did mine <laughs> look at that would you look at that would you look at that um and mine stayed bad until sort of end of september i'd say anyway um <laughs> cheery it's our time yeah you're still this you, i mean you had a lot with your um, uh, antidepressants in july i think it came yeah it came to a head came to a head in july i think I, I was actually talking about it today. It's like this. It's funny because like this year has been like simultaneously like the best and also the worst year. Because mm-hmm. like so many good things have happened. Like the book coming out. Like obviously that was such an amazing, amazing thing that I'll probably never do again. And like such a once in a lifetime thing that. And it was just everything that happened was just so cool and so good. But I just. It's all a blur and I don't really think I enjoyed it because it to be to be fair, I mean I was gonna say it's shit timing we're coming off my de- antidepressants, but I honestly don't think there's any good time. I think any time I had picked it would have been bad. But yeah, this has been the, the terrible year for my mental health. But mm-hmm. that's yeah, part and parcel of being alive. Being being alive. Being Alex Wright. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was fun. part of the immersive <laughs> experience that is being me. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um, we went to see the lionesses. We did, yeah, in the new, yeah. Oh, yeah, we went. We had a we had a nice time together. We went to the lionesses. We did. Then you came to the Isle of Man because it was my birthday. Um, no, that was not July, was it? Oh, my birthday's it in was. July, yeah. Shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that date. God, you are really good with dates. Well, obviously, I remember my own birthday. <laughs> No, because you put down on my thing, because you'd put, you'd put Alex personally and then you'd put birthday. I was like, how did you know that? Your, how do I know when your birthday is? Why would I not know when your birthday is? That's an easy one to remember. It's your birthday. You don't know my birthday, do you? Now you're nervous. Things like, things like that don't stick in, just, just can't, I can't. Like, I know Dave's birthday is either the 30th or 31st of Jan, but it always just kind of escapes me. But I've got it written down. But, but like, I, I don't know. I'm really sorry. I don't know the, the date of yours. I know it's July, but I don't know what you date. You didn't know it was July. You just know it's July now. <laughs> <laughs> um, my birthday's the 21st of July. Or is it? Is it the 13th? Or the 19th? I can't remember. It's 21st. I'm just fucking with you. It's just fun. It's like, you're joking. <laughs> I was like, um, oh my God, this is fun. Let's work yeah, it out. Um, <laughs> um, my birthday is 21st, 21st of July. Yes, yeah, so we were on the Isle okay. of Man for my birthday. Which was nice. I was um, pregnant, obviously. My sickness started in July, but my mental health just wasn't great, to be honest. And I, fuck it, I don't even care. I'll talk about it. I don't think anyone who's got to this stage in the podcast goes on this website. But I went on the horrible Definitely forum not. that's just full of pricks. And I got really sucked into it. And I basically spent all summer being really affected by that gossip forum. Like really affected by it. And I have jumped forwards. But in September, before we announced the baby, because I think I was feeling so vulnerable about being pregnant and trying to hide it and just the sickness. Now I'm so close to the end. I realise how bad this sickness has been. I'm now on... I can't pronounce the type of pill that I've had, but that I'm on now. But I'm on like the big, I'm on, I'm up with the big dogs, um, anti, anti sickness wise. And like, I actually, like, I know 
people I don't know you're not supposed to complain about this stuff but fuck it it's I'm getting to the end and yeah, I'm just gonna say it's been really hard and July was yeah. hard like I was just I really struggled with the sickness um because it was before I, I started the medication in July end of July I think um and that made it a bit easier but before that it was just really difficult and I just could not stop sleeping and vomiting and that was difficult and I was losing weight which mm. is annoying my iron was low um and then because I just am so cruel to myself, whenever I'm feeling low, for reasons best known to myself, I would just partake in this self-harm, which was checking that site and just seeing what everybody hated about me, which turns out was a bunch. So yeah, that was killer. And I stayed in that really, really negative space basically all yeah. summer. Um, and I've now gone back to Jacqueline privately not I was going to do yeah. a podcast episode but actually I had to work this out on my own and yeah. we had a really big session and I just realized that these people are fundamentally hurt yeah and they don't yeah. know me and I can't stop them and if they want to keep hurting me I just have to let them try a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Like there's there's something wrong there that they that they yeah. want to keep hurting me yeah there's just something wrong and it's not my problem to fix it so as much as it can sometimes hurt and still affect me now when i think about it i've had it blocked on every single device i own and i just can't bear it like you know i'm still trying to make my peace with it with with my own feelings of like with my own acceptance of not being like but all summer when i was feeling very vulnerable trying to hide the pregnancy and then actually i'll just say it as well somebody put on there that i was pregnant somebody outed yeah, me yeah um in september and yeah. that was about as painful a thing as happened um as has yeah. happened to me i felt yeah. so betrayed and so upset and i don't know who yeah. this person is i I'm very close to finding out. And when I do find out, I am very happy to just uh, go to their front door and ask them yeah. who the fuck they think yeah. they are to announce someone else's pregnancy. Really, really cruel. Really, really cruel. cruel. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like, the, the forums all summer affected me, which is why my mental health was so bad for so long. And I'm yeah. there's, it's night and day, the difference in me since I stopped using them. Like, I'm so much happier 100%. since yeah. I stopped checking. Yeah. But, yeah, um, yeah the, I think the beginning of the pregnancy just when you're feeling so vulnerable anyway um and I almost let it ruin the whole pregnancy just by sitting on there worrying about what they were going to think of me as a mother and what they were going to think of me as a pregnant person and what they were going to say about the announcement and then when they announced it for me on there and all these comments were like she's too immature she'll be a shit mum <laughs> and I just, just was reading it just like oh my god 
Yeah, as anyone would be, as anyone would be reading these things about themselves. But like you say, these people don't know you. And they're also just horrible looking. They're horrible. Yeah, yeah, mean, just mean. Like, it's really sad. It's mean and it's sad. And like, the sad thing as well is they are like looking for something to complain about something to hate like actively looking for something to hate because that fulfills them in some way and that I don't know gives them purpose or like offers them temporary relief from what's going on in their own lives but either way you cut the cake it's sad yeah so yeah I honestly I can't think of a situation where I would announce somebody that I didn't know is pregnancy on a website like I, just, I can't yeah every it's, time it's, I've it's tried cruel to it's really it. cruel yeah and you know there's just people they make a rhetoric around you and they just that's that but you know you they don't they're yeah. not going to change their mind there's one woman on who just thinks I am so stupid and she just spends all her time trying to prove that she's right and I'm just like I can't fight with this I can't fight with this you think I'm really stupid I can't okay 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 <laughs> literally okay. that's the thing you can have it hon you can have it yeah i'm like, not the brightest bye. bulb in the box she can't she can't bear that i can't spell and i'm just like i'm dyslexic but but, but okay. that's the thing it's like you're you're so intelligent but like she can think <laughs> she can think that you're <laughs> oh, stupid God. like that's fine you are you're you seriously you're very you're very intelligent but that woman can think that you're stupid and she can have that like have that take it to bed with you at night and like if that makes you sleep a bit better like you have yeah. that yeah. who the fuck cares like yeah there you it's, go yeah it's tough on days when i'm feeling vulnerable it's just it's still in my head like oh god and whatever but anyway it just yeah all summer it affected me and yeah all summer it got me yeah. down and i'm annoyed i'm annoyed yeah. it's an early bit of the pregnancy but then i i actually think that was compounded and actually I had to do this work I had to learn you had to do this work yeah Yeah. and it had to be hard I had to sit and be genuinely okay I had to sit in this uncomfortable space of feeling vulnerable which is not something I like and of facing the unknown which is not something I like and to learn that people are going to judge me and that and I have to be okay with that And I just have to keep focusing on doing my best for me and for my daughter. And so I think it all happened for a reason. And in hindsight, although it was a tough summer on my mental health, I feel a lot stronger for it now. And I feel like I've voiced it in a way that I can talk about it comfortably with people that I love and I can get through everything now. So it's good in, in hindsight. The thing is, I think you did have to do this work because the reality is for us and for everyone who is online and has public accounts and, you know, or anyone who's sort of in the public eye in any capacity, this kind of thing will exist. Um, because as long as, you know, unhappy people can, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's going to continue to exist. But yeah, I, I feel, again, grateful that I've done the work because I do think that, I mean, it's always part of the human condition that we want to be liked. And I think a lot of women really struggle with like this people pleasing thing. But also, you know, we've talked a lot about the way that social media is going and it is kind of hard to know how to stay true to yourself or whatever, or like know how to be confident in your own flaws or your own opinions or whatever. So I feel 
I hope that the content that I make now, I felt in the summer I didn't really make much content. I didn't really know what the point of me was. But now I feel like I'm in a much stronger place mentally. I feel much better equipped to make content that I hope will genuinely help people again. So that has been good and I hope will continue to be good if I can keep in this space. So again, I feel like it happened for a reason because I would like to be able to help. You know, I, I wouldn't have got to where I am with my mental health if it hadn't been for coaching basically which isn't something it's something that I'm really privileged to have had so to be able to make what I've learned more accessible feels good so yeah exactly exactly I'm proud I'm proud of you it's really good I'm proud of you yeah it's been a journey a journey (laughs) (laughs) but also in July huge news for women Ouch. The Lionesses won the Euros. Oh God, so cool. Such a cool year for sport, for women, for football, for girls playing sport. So cool. This little baby that I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like every single dad in every single pub in the country who finds out he's having a son. It's like, oh, I'm having the next Wayne Rooney. Nope, I'm having the next Jill Scott. Yes. Yes, she's gonna be a footballer. Yeah, let's do it. Amazing. Amazing. Yes. Oh my God. I, I would so love to like join a five-a-side team. Al, you have to do that. You're so good at football. I would, I would love, I mean, I mean. You are. <laughs> I did, did like one kick, but I don't know. I just, I just think that'd be so fun. No, go and do it. Oh my God, you'd be, oh my God, please, 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 please. You'd be so good. You'd be so good. Um, Yeah, that was stunning. August, your birthday. My well done, my birthday. <laughs> so how did you think I didn't know your birthday if I know that you're a Virgo and I tease you ruthlessly for yeah, it? Yeah, that's true actually, that's true. Virgos are famously August, aren't they? Well I don't know if that's the case actually, they're not, are they? They're yes. July. No, yes. No, July. They're August and September. Anyway. Um, anyway, Jesus. August. 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 Okay. Hottest oh day my on god, it was hottest day on record and the heat wave, like this was a very unhappy period <laughs> for me in many ways. <laughs> like <laughs> mental health being one, but also physical uncomfortability being another because it was discomfort, so hot. Discomfort, discomfort. Discomfort, fuck's sake. Uncomfort, <laughs> uncomfortability. Uncomfortability, stupid word. <laughs> discomfort, oh my god, it was horrible. It was so horrible i remember dave and i took betty to like a late at night at like nine o'clock we're like we're just gonna go and have to go for a walk to try and get some air but i didn't have a bra on because it's too hot to wear a bra (laughs) and like dave was walking too fast and i got so mad that i like cried and frustrated i was just like it's not you it's just the heat (laughs) it was so hot it was so hot and it's i think it's then we had a bit of a spin about the um about global climate, didn't we? Glo- climate globing. I mean, oh I did God. this in November. I stood in a cafe and cried that it was still so warm. Like I literally was like, I was just, I was holding a coffee and I was just crying. I was like, oh my God, this is so hot. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Cause it's like, it's kind of hard to enjoy like this. Cause normally I love the sun. Like I'm a total sun whore, live for it. Um, yeah. But pregnancy sickness made that impossible. I couldn't even go outside. I just vomited every time I tried. And I really pitied people who were like heavily preg. Um, but yeah, so I personally yeah. struggled with it. But yeah, you can't enjoy the heat when like the background context for the reason it's so hot is that the earth is burning. And I just sat there being like, oh God, I'm bringing a human onto a planet that's just doomed. Um, it wasn't cheery. Mm. It was not a cheery month. No. And now it's freezing. It's and I'm bad. so relieved. I'm like, oh, thank God. 
I hope the polar bears are all right. You know. I know it's so cold. Yeah. I do like it. I I like it. I like I love this. Like the like, oh my god, the snow. I don't want the snow to melt. It makes everything look so pretty. But also, it's causing chaos. Al, I, I, I just feel like you're never going to be happy. Uh, and I feel like you're right. <laughs> Correct. Is that in my star sign? Come on, give yes. Yeah, I'm a miserable mo- moany yeah. bitch. There we go. Um, I like to moan. Andrew Tate got banned from social from media. Instagram. Yeah, I mean, he's from back Instagram. now, so it was a short-lived yeah, excitement. But yeah. he did get banned. Oh, fucking yeah. hell. Fucking hell. I mean... Yeah, that was it, chaos. You know what? I, I went to a dinner the other day, like a my friend's birthday dinner and I met a teacher and he was a teacher who's like my age teaching at a school in North London and we were talking about um well being a teacher and like all the things that he's struggling with and he said the biggest problem that they have right now is in itself is Andrew Tate is the way yeah like the difference in how yeah, the, the, the struggles that teachers are having with kids. He's like, it is Fuck. terrifying. Like, it was terrifying. And I've heard that from people in my DMs as well. But like, he said, like, as a male teacher trying to get through to them, it's just like horrible. Like, you hear, That's he, really you hear them, you hear these kids saying stuff. And it's like, fuck me. Because Andrew Tate is a proper rotter. Like, proper, proper. But what he yeah. represents is so terrifying. If you haven't mm. read it yet, please go and read the book Men Who Hate Women by Laura Bates because yeah. it explains the very real dangers of incel culture and men like him so well because I don't even want to like give him that much airtime because he is one poster boy for something so, so massive and, you know, yeah. whether or not he's acting, whether or not he is as awful as he th- as whatever, like, I think we need to think a lot broader than him and look at how the fact that he has been able to rise to the position that he has is the scary thing. Like, don't focus on the individual, focus on the culture that celebrates mm-hmm. this individual to get him to the level of fame that he had. Still, still has. And then the a... fucking Times, yeah, the Sunday Times or Saturday Times put him on the fucking cover back in... October or so that's when I really lost respect for them and it was like don't give him this notoriety front page like a front page cover of the Saturday Times like so depressing because it completely trivializes and legitimizes him really totally and the, the the platforms that he's had is just yeah I know I know and I get it like people want to do it to elevate their own platforms because it's like they know it's going to go viral but please just let his popularity just like die out in quiet please 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 fucking terrifying we need to be very aware of what he represents and what what is growing Mm. online like what Mm. young men are being exposed to it's so much scarier than just porn like it's crazy they're being conditioned to hate women in on a happier note personal news I had my birthday and you... Oh, I didn't do anything, but my mum did her 10th and final Ironman. Yeah. Which, that my celebration is that it was her final one because it's been a very long decade of traipsing all over the country, watching her literally, all over the continent, <laughs> literally killing herself for a medal that she already has. But I was very proud of her. She is 61. She did her first Ironman and Ironman is a triathlon 2.4 mile swim 112 mile bike ride 26.2 mile run and she did her first one age 50 after a big change in her life and 
did one every year, save for COVID, which is why she did one at 61, not 60. Did one every year in the years subsequently and has now retired, thank God. But she's retired on a high because she became, she came third in her age category in Ironman Estonia, which is pretty remarkable. So she got a little, little award, gave her a big clap. Aww. And it was amazing. Alex also did that Ironman. Amazing. But it's a very yes. different thing for like a very young, yeah. naturally fit man to do and a woman yeah. in her 60s who had never exercised before she was 50. So... Um, so we we go. She's so cool. She's a legend. She's about. She's literally love unreal. Her. Unreal. Yeah. Total queen. I love her. Total love queen. Her. Yeah. She's the tits. The she came to our live tits. show and she was so. She's just just done well. I'm obsessed best. with her. Yeah, I got a DM yeah. from someone yesterday. They're like, your mum bought me a Guinness. I was like, that's about right. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love, love her. my mum. Yeah, Queen Hag. Queen Hag. I got a fringe cut, a long fringe, maxi fringe, minge. Loved it. And then my mom, on a whim from both of us, decided she was going to cut me in a proper fringe, despised it, only just grown out, and now I'm, I'm happier again. Uh, and I got obsessed with James Blunt for like four days. Why then? I mean, he is so great. He is so no, great. No, because I and discovered I that so song. Much, which song? Because Bonfire Heart is so underrated, and I listen to it a lot now. It is a good song. It's a really good song. Me too. So good. Nice, like I discovered it. it was actually on TikTok. A video came up of him and his dad singing that song about his dad. Oh yeah, um, and then I was like, oh, and then I went down a James Blunt hole. Three wise um, men is so good. Three wise men for four days, and then I forgot about him. <laughs> oh, so good! And oh, then he did that's 19- a good. Se- yeah, wise men is great. Then he did nineteen seventy-three. Yeah. That's a tune. Oh, yeah, that's a tune. He's, he's got a huge archive. Yeah, love him. And a very high voice. Can't relate. I cannot relate. Uh, <laughs> moving on to September, this is when shit yes. kicked off in the news. Oh my god, it was a big, 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 so, big. So Liz Truss became prime minister. Yeah. Don't get too attached to that fact. Queen Elizabeth <laughs> yeah. II died. Yeah. Which yeah. was just like, abs- which came as a shock. I feel. Yeah, I mean, like she was ninety-six. It wasn't like. No, okay. The biggest yeah, yeah. surprise. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, it did happen very quickly, didn't it? And just like, that was crazy. And Proceeded just to divide we... social media. Yeah, yeah. Again, another horrible time to be online. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Not a nice, not a great time for social media, yeah, I did just think. Horrible. I was really kind yeah. of mortified with a lot of people's response to that. Yeah, it was, it was like, a lot. a very old lady has just died. Just mm. rain it in. Pardon the pun yeah. with rain. Anyway, um, and it was it was really good though. Um, yeah, and then of it was course, good. Sorry, the, that was late. thank you so much. So we we were feeling. I mean, I guess it was like a really turbulent thing because we'd had like kind of no government for like two months, which was weird. Because then everyone was striking, but it's like what? Like you're striking, but there's literally no one there to listen because Boris Johnson was out, mm. and Liz wasn't yet in. Then the Queen mm. died, which was coconuts. Um, so that was like domestic issues. And then, of course, in Iran, the protests started after a young woman, yeah. Russia Amini, was killed um, for yeah. violating the country's modesty rules. And in the months since, there have been huge um, protests and riots with so many women killed, so many arrested. Yeah. The uh, first person has just been executed for protesting. And it's terrifying. It's really terrifying. Yeah, um, yeah September was a lot. 
It, it wasn't, and it this was slight. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. What else have we had? There's been some like huge news stories where we keep being told it's like this is a once in a lifetime thing, and it's like okay, again. Yeah. And, like we're getting one a year at this point. We are, aren't we? Yeah. Don't. That's really scary, actually. I know, terrifying. A lot of bad shit in September, but personal. I announced that I was pregnant. Yeah. And I feel like it was, um, it was really good because you had, like you said before, you've been worried about like stuff online and like worried about announcing your pregnancy and stuff. And actually, like it was so, it was an amazing response, and everyone was just genuinely really happy for you. Everyone was absolutely lovely, and nobody's told me via Instagram at least that I'm going to be a shit mother. So that's nice. No, because how would they anyone say know that, that about me? Um, <laughs> how would they have any fucking clue? Oh well, yeah, that was a, it's so weird. I was actually realizing that, like, I think. Yeah, I feel like when I have the baby, people are going to be like, God, that was a short pregnancy. But then obviously I just kept it secret for so long. But kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, you did. You did. You did really well. You did really well. Like, like over, like, yeah, anyway, a, lot, a long way through it was good. one fucking person who outed me. Yeah. Cannot wait yeah. to find out how she knows. Like, can't wait. That was horrible. That was really horrible. Anyway, yeah, so we announced it. We announced it to the internet and everyone was really nice. Yeah, really cool. You did a great Greg's announcement as well. Pregs, Greg's, yeah. Pregs. And loved, Greg loved that. sent me a £50 high roller card as a congratulations for being pregnant. Yes. £50. Yes, yes, yes. I've not been yet. That's a cool, that's a cool well done for being pregnant gift, isn't it's it? It's a great <laughs> gift. I don't yeah, need a baby shower. Good. I have my high roller card from Greg. <laughs> Uh, your own personal news, please, from September. My own personal, because I, I said to Jen just, I said to Jen just before, like, can you remember what I did in September? And she's written down. Mm. So I did the, the penalty. I did a penalty. I did a really good penalty. Okay, so I went to the Sky Sports studios um, for football purposes, and I did a really good penalty, and I won Woman of the Match, and I was very happy. Um, that was exciting. And then she said. Not much else in your diary apart from depression, sorry. That's about right. <laughs> Which I think pretty much sums up September yeah. and October. But yeah. the good thing is, it was kind of that um, I think it was in September that I conceded that it was things were not going well. So I was um, I went to see a psychiatrist who then put me back on a dose to like tailor down off of that so to tailor down even like uh longer um i don't know long and complicated but not a great month so we'll move on to october stunning fair enough news wise again just as chaotic to be honest because liz truss resigned as prime minister lol she was outlived by a lettuce that's when the internet really is great. Yes. Um, Rishi Sunak became prime minister because democracy just doesn't exist here anymore. Elon Musk bought Twitter, which was weird. And although he started the acquisition early this year, it went through in October and the Just Stop Oil protests all kicked off, which I listened to a really interesting podcast on um, by the news agents. And it was about like whether the ends ever... like. The ends justify the means, basically. And she was, it was Emily Maitlis. And she was talking about how, like, because obviously a lot of people don't like the Just Stop Oil protests because they were blocking the M25. And, like, people were saying ambulances couldn't get through. Someone missed their dad's funeral. Like, bad vibes. Because um, people were obviously, like, you know, blocking the motorways. And then there were people gluing themselves to the tarmac and shit. Anyway, um, 
And it is an inconvenience, obviously. And then everyone's trying to call them hypocrites, being like, oh, well, you're using super glue and that's not very good for the environment. And that's that annoys me. That argument annoys me. It's stupid. Anyway, she just made a really good point in this podcast about how, like, the suffragettes threw bricks through windows when they were protesting for equal rights. Like, obviously, the civil rights movement, like, ended or caught... There was a lot of, like, inconvenience, I suppose, caused by, like, people fighting and protesting for in the end change that is necessary and mandatory for a better world and like arguably what's more important than fighting climate change and oil i mean i guess it's the same it's the same with the train strikes as well isn't it everyone's like it's so inconvenient like saying like it's so inconvenient and it's like it is and that's the point that's the point like it's that's the point of it it's to be as inconvenient as possible because if it's not if it doesn't disrupt the average person's life then you know it people care less about it basically it needs to be disruptive and that's i guess that's the yeah. point yeah 100 i guess like the difference is with the strikes is like we need to be reminded with nurses rail post that we that you know these are services that we rely on which is why they need to be paid adequately because if they don't deliver the services yeah but yeah. yeah, and then I guess the difference with like the Just Up Oil thing is, is it's like, I don't know, there's just still so much like climate change denial and I can't understand it. It's like, I saw a video this summer of a NASA scientist sitting outside the offices crying, just being like, he was part of the protests, being like, you do not understand how bad this situation is. Like, it's so dire and nobody's listening. And it's like, oh my god, what? That's really fuck? horrible. Is nobody listening? I thought the film is it just look up or don't look up? Don't look Which up. Which one is yeah. it? Don't look up. I thought that did a really, <laughs> what really are we good thinking? job. Either don't look up or very different instructions. Just, just look up look or up. don't look up. <laughs> Actually, both kind of work for the subject matter. Yeah. Um, but I thought that did a really, really good job of opening people's eyes to something that we're just clearly all like collectively just trying to ignore 100 percent, and it's like it's more than this like personal yes okay good to use sustainable deodorants or buy slow fashion or you know whatever it is like yeah okay great on a personal level we all have to be doing our bit but this is so much bigger and what just up oil are calling for is like massive government change and reform and awareness and like, I just, I feel bad because when I look at them, I'm like, like, bless them. It's always the same. It's like, it's just the, the, it's young people who are so easy for the media to vilify. You know, it's that young girl stood on top yeah. of the, whatever they're called, aim tree. I, I keep hearing the word and I never know what people are actually saying, but you know, the talk. Like a bridge. Yeah, like, and she was standing up there and she was crying to a video. And she's like, I know people are going to hate me, but like, I don't have a yeah. future and I'm scared. And everybody yeah. just laughed at her. And it's like, why are you fucking laughing? Like, she's yeah. right. But it's so easy to vilify, like, you know, the ones that threw the... And I don't like that they're throwing paint at Van Gogh and stuff. Because it's just like... Yeah. Leave Vincent yeah, yeah, out yeah. of it. He had a horrible life. Leave him out of it. But, you know, it's always the same. It's always just like <laughs> people with like, who are so easy for like, people with like funny coloured hair or like, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's like the, yeah. the woke people that it's so much easier for all, for the boomers to hate. I know, I know. And the, the like, the thing is, yeah, we'll all, we'll all be in shit when it, you know, when shit hits the fan, but. 
Yeah, and everyone would be going, why didn't we do more? But then I also get, like, like someone missing their father's funeral. Like, things like that. It's just, it's, yeah, it's it's horrible that anyone's in the position in the first place but the people that are doing the protest don't want to be in that position in the first place either you know they're, they're no. not like oh this is a fun like cool thing to do like they're doing it for a reason yeah and they were letting ambulances through that was part of the media narrative that they didn't you know like that was part it, it doesn't suit like the 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 media in this country is so right-wing and hateful now in like basically all areas that they just loved the headlines saying, you know, the ambulances couldn't get through and stuff. They weren't actually printing yeah. the whole truth, which is that for the most part, they were being let through. But yeah. a lot of them couldn't get through. I get that. But like, I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah. They, I think they were using the it's hard tough. shoulder. It is hard. It's tough. But anyway. It is hard. And I guess things that like we don't necessarily have like complete answers to or like, you know. Yeah. But that, listen to the Emily Ma- the Globe, the News Agents podcast about it, the episode they did, because Emily Maitlis and John Sheeple, I think that's his name. Anyway, they have a really big debate about it. She won, which I loved. But um, okay. it's actually it's really cool to hear people like, actually, because he was like, no, I can't stand them. They're selfish people doing bad things. And she's like, yeah, but you have to fight for greater good. And this is a really good debate and I really enjoyed it. And they did better than we did at talking about it. So go listen to them. Excellent, I'm going to listen. I also wanted to touch on the fact that we got our first ever female plus-size Disney protagonist. It's a short. It's not a full-length feature film. It's a short, and it's called Reflect. It was divisive. This news was divisive because while we did get our first ever female uh, female plus-size protagonist in Disney, you know, there was a lot of a lot of people that said quite rightly as well that the plot line still revolved around the fact that she was plus size you know it was kind of like her facing her body image issues and her body and uh, you know them stopping her from from being a dancer she was a brilliant dancer and 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 in, in the end she triumphed over these issues and and you know, carried on dancing, but still, it's true. It would be good if it didn't revolve around her being plus size, but still, good news. And also, it might be kind of a nice story in that there might be plus size kids, girls who aren't not dancing because they think they can't dance because they think they're plus size, and like that might be telling their story. That might be nice. Right, right, exactly. I think it's definitely good news. It's not like perfect, but it's progress. Yeah. So there you go. Progress, not perfection. I I find that a bit difficult. It's like okay, brand is a good thing, and then everyone's like, oh, it's not good enough, and it's like. But let them, like, let them take the steps. I know. I do get in this in this circumstance because I'm like, it would just be so... Like Shrill. Do you, did you ever watch that? No. That was a TV series um, that had a plus-size protagonist. And yes, her size was, was like, brought up, like, a, a little bit. But also, she just, like, lived a great life and, like like irrelevant of her size right yeah so it would be nice to see more, more of, of those characters that like, are just yeah they're just like perfect strangers melissa mccarthy's character did you watch it yeah i fucking loved no, I didn't it watch oh it. my god it's so good watch it i did watch oh. it i did watch it with nicole kidman yeah but like yeah, i just yeah, love no, I melissa did. mccarthy's character she's obviously plus size because melissa mccarthy is sorry sick of my mouth um but they never brought it up like it just yeah. she got her own romantic which you never get. She got a romantic mm. storyline, plot line, that was not like anything to do with her size. It wasn't like a pity thing. It wasn't an overcoming thing. It was just, this is my character and now I'm going to have a romantic storyline like everybody else. Just loved it. Yeah. 
So good. So yeah. Good. Yeah. It's just how it should be. It's just exactly how it should be. Yeah. And it's like so sad that up until now, it's like, you know, fat people, fat characters are always, you know, either the like the funny ones or the ones that are like struggling to find love mm. or like they're trying to overcome these like demons. And it's just a shame. So I do get where people were coming from. But the, I the, do. But then I then, also like, on an, at the same time, like nice I feel story, like because I think that will be the story for a lot of little girls. And just, those, all those shorts have to be inspiring. That's the point of them. They're supposed to. And this is the thing is that if it didn't acknowledge that she had hardship, she faced suffering for her size it wouldn't be correct like it w- it wouldn't be really truly reflective of what plus size people do actually have to face yeah in their lives because fat phobia is so rife like it's it's just part and parcel of being a fat person unfortunately so if they didn't show that i guess it wouldn't be true to like an and like a real fat person's experience but and i'm also yeah, I, I just feel i don't know i just feel like it's um, Grace Beverly did a really good post about something the other day. Like, I like the way she speaks about sustainability. But somebody commented, because she's in Bali um, at the time of recording this, she, and somebody commented on her post being like, oh, did you just need to be in, ba- in Bali? What a sustainable queen, kiss, 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 or whatever. Like, obviously, a passag comment about... Because obviously, right. Grace has We Are Tala, which is a sustainable clothing yeah. line and it's all about slow fashion and that's her priority with her fashion and stuff and she basically put up a really good story saying well like I've never proclaimed to be queen of sustainable I'm just trying to do one good thing and I'm trying to you know do the best that I can and also try and change whatever but it's like when you hold everybody to this all or nothing standard or like this perfect or nothing standard nobody's mm. going to even try and I do feel like that a bit. Like I had it with I had it with Venus. Like when we work with Venus, I get DMs being like, "Oh, you know, well, they're really problematic because they're the ones that encourage women to start shaving in the first place in the fifties. And it's like, but if you don't let a brand do better, we could spend our entire lives mm. calling for brands to do better. And then the minute they start doing better, they are like, well, you you can't do that. Like it's not enough, or you haven't done better. Like you haven't done I know. whatever. And it's just like I know. you have to give space for this. We have to, and we be and and the the fact that we're still gonna argue the tiny little points around this dis like whatever. It's like this is why people aren't taking the issues that are considered woke that seriously because we just don't. You know, we we push for too much. Mm. It's like we need to accept realistic wins yeah. take them and go with them rather than pushing back on every little win that we get being like it wasn't enough it wasn't enough it wasn't enough do you know what i mean yeah i uh, know totally all progress is good progress and when we attack any kind of progress it's counterproductive counterproductive 100 in personal news in october I, I i'd like you to read yours out please <laughs> both of our personals are so stupid on this i cut a stupid fucking fringe and in capitals in capitals stupid fucking are in capitals I hated it I hate it I I, yeah I've told you I'm still looking into the legal ramifications of suing Jack the hairdresser for telling me it was a good idea what a knob <laughs> what it's a all knob. my fault because <laughs> I said yes <laughs> it's finally on the way out yeah it's grown out a fair bit yeah yeah it's on the way thank at least you know not to Christ. do it again I, 
out. This is the third fringe I've had in 10 years. Okay, so we can I expect another learn. one in like three <laughs> yeah, years. Exactly. <laughs> I will never learn from my mistakes. Nothing is more certain. <laughs> um, okay, well, please that's read good news. It's growing your out. personal news exactly <laughs> mine, as it's written here. Mine just says terrible month. <laughs> so the way that we find out what happened in our personal lives this year is going back through Instagram. Because I've got I've got no memory, um, and basically I document my entire life on Instagram. But there's hardly anything on Instagram <laughs> for this month, um, and that's because like when I get really bad mental health wise, I'm not really able to do much on Instagram. So that's the the lack of content on uh, social media for October is reflective of my mental health because the my doctor upping me, the psychiatrist upping me to the dose of like then tailoring down more slowly didn't cut it, didn't work. Uh, and I kind of, my poor sister, she started, she started work with me and it was, um, not good. Yeah. Not good. She was like scared to come into the house quite a lot of days. <laughs> it was not great. And also compounding everything was that I was just desperate to do this egg freezing, this embryo freezing stuff, like desperate. Um, and my body was just not, just not on board at all. So I got shut down to get shut down but I got told I couldn't do it twice in October as well which was just made the whole thing worse it was a bad month oh my god let's move on well no we picked it up actually in November well I didn't I have nothing personal to report from November I know you're empty I know <laughs> it just happened but I, I mean genuinely I don't think I did anything like I'm getting my house ready for a kid I'm seeing, but you know, nothing really, just doing my I job. I feel like November was a good month for you. It was. And actually it's the classic, no news is good news. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. If so is. Yeah. I'd had oh my, my coaching. So is, yeah. I was feeling way better. I, yeah. I got a, I'm going to, I think it was like five or six week window where I wasn't being sick this year. And that was in November. It came back in December. It came back about, it came back on my friend's birthday. That's the first of December. Yes. It came back two weeks ago. Yeah, so all of November was pretty chilled on my on my front because I was vomiting Excellent. that much, just feeling pretty good. Yeah, from like twenty, can't remember what weeks. Anyway, yeah, I had I had in and amongst the, the latter half, the late twenties of my pregnancy, um, I wasn't being sick, so that's cool. And yeah, stunning. Love that for me. And I don't think anything <laughs> fucking happened. I don't think anything happened. Yeah. Literally. So good. I did my embryo freezing. That was my entire month, pretty much. Yeah. And it was great. By start contrast yeah, to October. Uh, yeah. Yes. November. Things looked up for me. Definitely. Definitely. There was a noticeable change. Well, also in November, Jennifer Aniston did her big interview and she talked about IVF. I felt like it was a very big yeah. like, part of the rhetoric in November in our lives it was actually I think that was a really big thing for her to have talked about yeah and given her relationship with the media or just how much scrutiny she's been under for her adult life really um I'm still quite surprised that she talked about it you know I think I would have felt like fuck you yeah fuck you yeah fuck you I'm not giving you anything like you've You've all been absolute twats to me over this, you know. I'm, I, I'm just surprised she did it. And but good on her. Well, she and I think she got was... criticised for years, didn't she, for like putting her career over her children or over her family or whatever. And she's now come out yeah. and said, like all these years later, that she was trying to get pregnant. She didn't freeze her eggs. Yeah. Well, she wished she'd frozen her eggs when she was younger. 
um, yeah. but she didn't. And then by the time she came to do IVF, it was too late for her. And it's just like, yeah. it's such a sad story that she had to do that with the background noise of everybody telling her that she was selfish for not trying to have a family when the whole time she was. And it's just like, fucking hell. Everyone asking her in every single interview, kids, kids, motherhood, yeah. like constantly, Must just constantly. Because like, oh God, I'm even thinking back and I'm like cringing thinking about it. When I interviewed someone, I interviewed a celebrity in Hello and I remember asking them like, are there wedding bells on the horizon? But like, I don't think it would have been that because we had, we had, not we didn't have yeah we had to we had to ask that we had to get stuff like that yeah you know like for for headlines and stuff but like I don't think it would have been that far far fetched to be like you know you can think about starting a family soon mm. it just makes me want to die well we both shared that mean that 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 mean the other day that it's just like we need to stop asking people when they're starting a family because a couple but, is a family my... a dog is a family like exactly your friends are your family yeah, I correct Dave on that all the time he says yeah. like oh you know like when we start family I'm like we're already a family yeah Dave, what you mean is when you have children when we have children exactly yeah, that's what we have to ask people instead like if that's the question that you want to ask but yeah. also don't ask them that either but yeah don't judge me because for like I'm judging myself for that anyway let's no, move on but but actually that Jennifer Aniston saying that started a um a conversation as well and I think it was on this morning or something. Anyway, my mum rang me and she was just like, God, I've just been listening, you know, off the back of the Gen- Jennifer Aniston interview, listening to this woman who was trying so hard for years to have kids and people would be asking her all the time. And she's like, it's just so bad that people ask about having children. She said, it's like, really made me like rethink how I, you know, talk to people who don't have children yet. And I was like, that's really cool. That's really, really cool. cool. It is a lot. So I think she's done a good thing, Jennifer Aniston. You know, there will have been a lot of conversation off the back of that. Yeah, I think it's the same thing as the Emma Thompson. Like, we need older women to stand up and say these things because they're the ones that have been silenced for the longest. Yeah. Bless her. So... Bless her. So, yeah, I think that was a really cool thing to have spoken about. And I think she said she's made peace with it now, right? She's like... Yeah, come to terms with it all now. Mm. But like that must have just been, and what an unusual situation as well. Because like most of the stuff that we go through, other people will have gone through. But that is is so uh, such unique. a rare, so unique. Yeah. Imagine like going through IVF and and it not working out, and at the same time just being under this huge scrutiny. I remember being like. When Jennifer Aniston gonna have a baby? Like, surely she's gonna have a baby soon. Like, she's gonna be pregnant soon. Like, mm. I remember thinking that because, like, don't know. You just I think just, that's what she's gonna do. You just think that's what she's gonna do. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's quite, it's really sad. Matt Hancock went to the into the jungle. We have written down. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Chaos. You know, I couldn't even watch the jungle this year because the I, jungle was rogue this year. Boy George, who was charged with beating mm. a man, chaining a man to his radiator and beating him with a metal chain and a sex toy, which, by the way, if he had done that to a woman, very different situation, but... I didn't know he was charged with that. Yeah, he went to prison for it. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah. Sean, Sean Walsh, Walsh, who publicly mm. cheated on um, his girlfriend, Rebecca Humphreys, who has subsequently come out and spoken at length about what he was like as a partner, and that included abuse and gaslighting. And then yeah. Matt Hancock, who again, I mean, is only a celebrity by virtue of the fact that he mishandled 
a global pandemic resulting in millions of people dying, not being able to say goodbye to their loved ones in a care home, and then like blatantly breaking the rules that he had made by having an affair, humiliating his family, wife and three children with a woman that worked for him, and then managed mm. to sweep it all off as, oh, but I fell in love. And it's just like, what the fuck was this jungle this year? It was just like, oh, it was just a redemption yeah. for like, whatever. It's just a chance for these men just to redeem themselves and show their humanity and be forgiven. And sure enough. But there didn't seem to be much backlash about it, it was, about the contestants. No, none. Like, none. And it's it was so frustrating. It was so frustrating. You can literally go to prison and then be paid hundreds of thousands of pounds to go and sit on ITV and redeem your career. Hi guys, it's M from the Future here. I just wanted to jump in and quickly acknowledge that we recorded this episode in mid-December before the article that my dad wrote about Meghan Markle was published in The Sun. In this next section here, we talk about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle and the documentary. And when we were talking about it, we did not have the added context in this section following the news around the article. So we maintain that what we said here is important and I absolutely stand by everything I said. I just wanted to let you know that we we didn't have the context that we do now so if you're listening to it thinking that we're skirting around something massive we're not it just wasn't it hadn't happened at the time so I still hold the same views on Meghan Markle and stand by what I said in response to my dad's article on my Instagram page I vehemently disagree with what he said and um yeah I hope you enjoy it thanks so much well I guess I mean that does bring us on to December and Harry and Meghan it does have released yes their Netflix documentary. Have you watched it? Yeah. I have. And have it you? just made me so sad. The whole Is it thing. sad? Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't watched it. I actually had quite a lot of thoughts on it because I realise I've always said about Harry and Meghan, particularly about her, I've never come out and said I'm a huge Meghan Markle superfan. I just, I don't, it's what we were saying before about like the perfect victim not existing. It's like, yeah. I just, yeah. I don't think anybody deserves what she is has gone through and I don't really care what she has done you know when people are like oh but she's this and she's this and she's this and I'm like even so even if she is all those things that you're saying I still don't think that would make her um deserving of what's happening to her and that's kind of what the show solidified for me like when I was watching it I realized I've never I've never even heard her voice you know like I was listening to it and I was like, oh my God, that's what she sounds like. And then I was like, how do I know so much about her? And I've actually defended her so much and talked so much about her and I don't even know what she sounds like. And then there was stuff that, like, do you remember her dad didn't come to her wedding because, well, he had a heart attack, but also before that he had been selling stories about her and staging photos for the press and like working with the press basically to fuck her over. And then he didn't come to the wedding. And I remember all the news articles at the time being like, what a cold-hearted bitch, didn't even invite her dad to her own wedding. And listening to that story and her telling it, I'm like, this is fucking heartbreaking. Like, poor girl. Like, imagine your dad doing that to you. be so devastated. And she never... I'd never even heard her side of it. And there was just so much stuff that... I know the story very well because I've defended her for years. But I'd never even heard her side of it. And, like... Yeah, I just think Harry watched his mother be killed by the establishment and yeah, he can do what he fucking wants to get out. And and that was the other interesting thing. 
the whole show calls out the press. That's what it's doing. It's talking yeah. about the British press and how fucking vile it is. And obviously the response by the press to this direct call out by Harry and Meghan was to double down and be mm. as cruel as is imaginable. And I just think it's so terrifying, like the what the British press do, like to have it pointed out so explicitly to show what happened to Diana, to have it all laid out in this documentary yeah. and people still are like, yeah, but fuck him. <laughs> She's a bully, yeah, apparently. Yeah. She's a bitch, apparently. And yeah, it's like, yeah. oh my God, that's what you're taking away from this. My takeaway isn't anything to yeah. do with these two people. My takeaway is how desperately ashamed I am to be part of Britain and part of the media. It's embarrassing. It is embarrassing. And the idea that things like her being fame hungry or her engineering this you know, this relationship with Prince Harry, engineering her, meeting Prince, all of it. Like the idea of those things, meaning that somehow she deserves what she's got, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's what she gets. There's also it's like, the race element, why? which is undeniable for a few reasons. One, because you can see it plain as fucking day. The first article the son wrote about her was Meghan Markle straight out of Compton. Like, I mean, what the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> but also, it's not for white people and white journalists and a white media to deny her experience. We can't say that's not racist because I know. it's not us. So we have to listen to her because that's her lived experience and her truth and her life. And you can't just discredit it because you don't want to hear it. <laughs> like... It's mad. But, like, I don't understand why people care so strongly as well. Like, they care so passionately about Meghan that they will fight tooth and nail yeah. to explain to you why she's bad, why this, well, why yeah, that. And to be like doing that to me, even when I just, like, put this general defence saying, like, I don't hate, I don't love her, I don't, I'm just saying this is the problem with the press and people are still going. And, like... And it's like, why are you doing this? Why do you want her to die? Like, what do you exactly? Want what's here? the outcome? What is the out? What is the outcome that you're looking for? Yeah. And it's, what is it? You want them to lose all their money and be very unhappy and just like live a very miserable life? Like, would that make you feel better? And why? Really sit with that. Like, I can't understand that this need to prove. Like, and I mean, we are conditioned to think like this. Like after the documentary came out, the massive controversy was around um, Meghan Markle doing the curtsy. And she basically, in the documentary, she says that when she met the Queen, she didn't know how to curtsy. And she said, she was like, oh God, I didn't know what to do. And I said to Harry, should I go like this? And she did this big, like dramatic curtsy, going, oh, my lady or whatever. And she's taking the piss out of herself for not knowing, which is fair fucks, mm. Al, because I wouldn't know how to curtsy. Like, I would not know. I was born, like, yeah. two miles away from where the Queen lives and I wouldn't know how to curtsy to her. Yeah, anyway. And then Sarah Vine wrote this thing. So hateful. Wrote this thing oh for the Daily God, Mail yeah. being like, right, so Megan's allowed to call out racism, but we're not allowed to say that she's racist when she takes the piss out of our curtsy. Like, you can't have it both ways. And it's like... Sorry. Racist? It's not racist <laughs> that she didn't know how to do a curtsy. You can't be racist against the queen. It's She's the one 
person like that it's literally impossible like bless her from a family of colonizers you can't we can't accuse like you can't be racist to the royal family the white ones the ones that take was such a stretch such a stretch literally such a stretch but people were like herself all over into a pretzel yeah trying to do that and people but they people love it and like, and then you get, oh, well, apparently like her house staff say she's a bully and her house staff say this. And I'm just like, real people have said that Prince Andrew is a aunt, for lack of a better word. And you're not as angry. Yeah. You're not as angry. You're just not. Yeah. You know, you're happy enough. Yeah. Imagine, Al, yeah. imagine if Harry and Meg had been given the corgis. Honestly, the RSPCA would have been flooded with calls. People being like, they can't have the dogs. <laughs> yeah. Prince Andrew could have the dogs and they okay. So like, oh, okay, well, that's nice. They've gone to the Queen's favourite son. Just as pathetic. If Harry and Meghan had been given the corgis, honestly, there'd have been, there'd have been like, there'd have, there'd have been a petition somewhere calling for the dogs to be euthanised because it would have been kinder than letting them live with these two snowflakes. I can guarantee it. I honestly just don't get the obsession. Like, I don't, I don't get the preoccupation, honestly. Like, it's just so just mean. Just get a grip. I just, just grip. feel like, and this is the main takeaway from this episode, it's like, the internet, it's like, as much as like the be kind stuff as we're trying to push for and call for and need, it's like, we can't help it. The internet just thrives off being really, really, really mean. I know. It's depressing. Like, and it's, and all the jokes and all the memes, it's always at other people's expense. I've just been so hurt. Like, even seeing, like, people that I like, my friends and stuff, you know, like, sharing jokes about Harry and Meghan, it's like, they're real fucking people. Yeah. Like, why are you doing this? Or delighting in the, in the, um, like, misery of another person. Yeah, it's really sad. I just don't understand. It's just sad, isn't it? But on a positive note, because I feel like this just got bleak, (laughs) um, I feel like the stuff that people in our community are doing, like my bubble on Instagram, I know it's a bubble, I know it's not reflective of the 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 whole world, but it's really positive in my little Instagram bubble and the people that I follow and they're doing good things. And I think, yeah... There is, there is definitely, there's, there are good people and good stuff out there, and like, hopefully, this will all start to shift, and maybe it is shifting, but it's just shifting really slowly, and we can't see it yet. Um, okay, personal news in December. Personal, personally in December, obviously the live show. Ofs, ofs. Obviously, fuck Christmas. That's what that was. That fuck was my Christmas. Christmas day, and Dave came. What a highlight, <laughs> and Dave. Came, did you say? <laughs> yeah. Um, um, what oh, a highlight. Yeah, honestly. I can't think of anything else I'm doing in December, and particularly not anything else that will count or anything else that will match that. So That was, I think, one of the best nights of my year, for well, sure. Obviously, out most of these months, you've just said you've had a terrible year. <laughs> it's crippling depression. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this has, surely this is... What could possibly be higher? Can I just hear, just for my own interest, what is on par with the live show from this terrible year? Okay, you've got a point. You've got a point. Just give it to us. Say it was the best night of the year. I can't think... Okay, it was the best night of the year. Hands down. Had an absolute blast. I did. It wasn't the best night of my so year, good. but it was top three. Okay, so you just you just got me to say that, so then you could be like, well, it wasn't, it wasn't a mine. <laughs> it would be the best, but otherwise Al, my Al will be listening to this being like, 
we got married Yeah, to be fair, year. you did get married this year. Um, you did find out you were preg- pregnant this year. That wasn't going to be on there, but it was going to be my, my, wedding, my wedding night, my hen yeah. night, then the live show. Fine. I thought you were going to say something like really... Just like banal, I was like, "You better fucking yeah, not." Yeah, my auntie's funeral. Then the live show. It was amazing, um, and also we have to take this opportunity to say a massive thank you the to everyone biggest. who listens to this podcast. The biggest thank you. What a year! I mean, we said it in the live show, but like, actually, I don't think we did say it in the live show. I think I said to this to you before we went on. I don't know, it's all a bit of a blur, but I think I said to you, like, could, did you imagine when we went to a little cafe in a little cafe in London last year and you're like, I think I'm going to start a podcast. And I was like, oh, can I join? Like, did you imagine that we would be here and people would actually be listening and they actually like it? And That's it's just, the it's so surprise. cool. It's like... Of the year. <laughs> yeah, no, no, of my life. It's not that people <laughs> listen to it so much as that people like it. That's the thing that really gets me. It's, it's, uh, it's, unbelievable it's so cool and i don't think it will ever fully sink in um but you're all just the best the best the best best. and this feels like such a nice community and such a good safe space and i think that's why we end up saying a lot of things on here that we wouldn't say on instagram because it just it feels like a safe space for us and like somewhere where we can just (laughs) so cringe like be ourselves (laughs) God but like be you. ourselves yeah I know, be our I know, guests God help be me. our guests Put our where we can to live life. laugh and love where we can live laugh and love That's live laugh love and cry out. Yeah. um it's been an yeah. amazing and yeah it has been an amazing i tell you what while we're being cheesy and if you can't say it at christmas when can you say it wait how's the expression oh god yeah, what's it? Say? well no i'm not gonna be weird also, I'm not going to okay. try and have an affair with you because that is such a but that's such a bad plot line. Like it, what's you it don't doing? Less, yeah, yeah. Let's don't ruin, that don't anyway. ruin the vibe. Also, Kieran Knightley was 18, but we don't get it. We won't get into it. It's fine. Um, you are Kieran Knightley was 18 in love. Actually, don't think too much about it. It's actually becomes no, she wasn't. Yeah, fuck, that's so problematic. Oh, so, no, so, oh, bad. so bad. Oh, a baby, a baby, and a child bride. Getting married? Why was she getting married? Why was she getting married? 18. I know. I know. Bad vibes, bad. Oh, God help her. I know. Anyway. But, yeah, and then she's got a fucking, uh, yeah, husband's weird mate coming round. Be like, fuck off, you've ignored me for a yeah. year. I'm he looks like he's in his 30s. School. Yeah, I think he is. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> Such a good one. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's carol singers. Anyway, yeah, I tell you what, it has been ups and downs all year, but it's been really fun to have you alongside me. We've had colleagues, we've had a team, we've had Same. a purpose, we've, we've had some downs yep. and we've had some doubts, but I feel <laughs> yeah. like we're in a really good place and I feel yeah. really excited for everything we've got planned for next year and yeah, I just feel really grateful for all of it, mostly for you, because you and haven't it- quit yet, which I'm really, <laughs> really surprised by, because if you can not quit I've throughout threatened. this year, fuck, you have, yeah. <laughs> Bits of bad months, bad months, um, and I'm happy that they're over. So yay for 2023! Every time I get a DM that is not overwhelmingly positive, I threaten to quit. So, Honestly, I'm wait. While well, before we go, before we go, oh my god, are you going to type quit? In? I'm going to type quit into our chat search. Quit. Uh, 
right? Mm. 95 matches. Although, the most recent one... Can I read this out? The last message is a good message because you say, you've emboldened me. Thank you. I don't quit anymore. (laughs) But before that... Before that... (laughs) Before that... Oh, my God, this is so good. It's me... Before that, it's me going to you, please, you didn't quit... And then you, then, then there's one from you going, so I think I have to quit. Um, Excellent. And then you get, there's another one from you saying, I'm quitting. Uh, this, this is when your story views were down, you were upset. <laughs> you were going to quit. We've had a lot of quits. We've had a lot of quits. Oh, joy. 95 matches is quite good. Hang on. What have we got for quitting specific? But- Look, we're here. A year on, one full year on. Yeah, and how many? How many times have you gone? And I think you only went onto LinkedIn once, looking for another job. <laughs> it's so like- anxiety-inducing. Honestly, when Al has a bad day, I'm like, oh god, is this going to be fixed with ice cream, or have we got a full career change coming? I think at one point I went onto like an automated career helper where you like type in your skills and they tell you what you can do. And I was like, I don't really know what my skills are. This is hard. Then we've got, I've got a voice used to note. be able to speak French, but not anymore. Like speak a tiny bit of Spanish. I can like, talk about talking French. Then I've got a voice yeah. note from you being like, oh, I've, I've been looking at online online journalism jobs I was like oh my god please don't do this because <laughs> every time you do it I'm like it's my job too <laughs> oh, honestly and then it's like I say it mostly in jest but then I've got no confidence you're actually not going to quit I just have to hope Luck. I just have to sit and hope that you're gonna snap out of it which so far so good Luck. Nobody likes stability and everyone loves being kept on their toes. So you are welcome. It is exhausting. Because okay? no, honestly, <laughs> wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. I just, while we're here, just before we go, I just need to have a look. How many times we've said OMG in the WhatsApp group? Oh my God. 325 oh my. times. And they are all from you. Out, honestly, the last ones. I don't know. Ducking hell. <laughs> OMG. OMG. All trains cancelled. OMG. <laughs> OMG, what's happening? <laughs> OMG, what? <laughs> OMG, I'm gobsmacked. <laughs> I feel so fucking bad, OMG. <laughs> Why? What's final? OMG. OMG, oh no, it God. had 387. Uh, OMG, thank you. OMG, me too. OMG. <laughs> OMG, I'm going to put... OMG, literally. It's all me. It's OMG. OMG, I've missed a meeting. OMG, I'm so sorry. OMG, 1000% is all from you. OMG, ha 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 ha. OMG, ha 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 ha. OMG, sad face. OMG, no. <laughs> OMG, what sad fucking cunt. <laughs> OMG. OMG. OMG, she was so drunk. <laughs> OMG. OMG, what how. OMG. Oh my god, you're second. So OMG, I was thinking this. OMG, what happened? OMG! <laughs> OMG, legend. OMG, what did I do? OMG, are you winding me up? OMG, for fuck's sake. Come on, OMG. This is all me. Yes, all you. And we've only got to 42. OMG, shall we see if they're free tomorrow? OMG, get in there. All you out. Oh, OMG, OMG. That's two. OMG, you're living the dream. OMG, seriously? 
OMG! Oh my god, I say OMG so much. It's all OMG. Me. I it's thought you were lying, you. but it's all, all me. me. OMG, wait. OMG, have you actually? OMG, isn't it? <laughs> to be fair, OMG, I'm so jealous. OMG, I'm so jealous. Can't type with this, this is nails. OMG, are you actually getting a peloton? <laughs> oh my god, I so cannot believe. Trauma. OMG. OMG, your eyelashes look Jesus. so good. OMG, jealous. OMG, I've been thinking about it all day. OMG, that would be insane. OMG, I was about to say I'm in a cafe. OMG, are you serious? OMG, RIPM. OMG, my friend's just gone in. OMG, a tickle scan, no sleep and a hangover. What the fuck? What? OMG, four. OMG, how rude. OMG, no way. OMG, why? OMG, I can't deal with the no planning. OMG, is it epic? <laughs> OMG, okay. Okay, OMG. <laughs> OMG, it's so good. Pissing myself. Oh my god. I'm still only at 137 out of 325. OMG, we've had no likes. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> OMG, I'm too old to use the word sock. Sick, sick, sick. OMG, I'm so excited. OMG, ha ha ha. OMG, didn't even think. Not even a thousand likes, OMG. <laughs> OMG, that's a really fucking good idea. Oh my god, I'm absolutely deceased. OMG, so sorry. OMG, ha ha ha. Next year, I'm going to do all the times you said arr. Okay, you know, I, I'm going to do all the times you said lol. Oh god, no. Oh my god, 1,000. Five, no, 1,052 matches. <laughs> oh my God. And they're all you. Sorry for the minor panic, lol. They still might, lol. I need to go for a walk, lol. <laughs> Listening for the third time, lol. <laughs> I'm fuming, lol. Bladder is fine, lol. Wasn't in my diary, lol. <laughs> Depends on tomorrow, lol. I've sat in this chair for seven hours. It's not comfortable, lol. I am, lol. Had some tea and cheese, lol. Gonna be a late one, lol. It's so annoying, lol. She wants to go out for dinner, lol. Are you in bed or can I call you, lol? <laughs> Probably a good thing, lol. Don't know what to say or do, lol. I'll be bald all day, probs, lol. No, lol. This will get me out of it, lol. Lol, lol, lol. Lol, I thought this was a video, it's just your face. Lol. I'll text him, lol. Lol, reply. Lol, reply in capitals. Lol, K. Lol, KK. I do it all the time, lol. I'm so fucked, lol. Before we do, lol. Sore throat from all the lolling. Did I really type that? Are you going to make it in, lol? <laughs> energies that we bring yours like oh she's so frantic and i'm like lol you gotta come <laughs> like it's why is mine yeah. so chilled might you be there <laughs> maybe <laughs> please tell me what to do lol oh lol we need to get it up lol go us lol doing a me lol this is going great lol oh lol that's amazing me neither lol <laughs> mostly meant hope it's okay lol oh she doesn't want to tell us lol i'll never forgive her lol <laughs> i don't know anything lol Lol, it sucked a tip. <laughs> Lol. Lol, I'm here. Lol. Lol.
lol, lol. Please let me in, lol. We asked them to let me in, lol. I meant to have a wax, lol. Finally sorting the butthole out. <laughs> this makes me sound like an idiot, lol. <laughs> no, lol. Fair enough, lol, 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 lol. Shit show of a day, lol. Lol, my Alex. It hasn't been resolved, lol. Oh my god, there's so many lols. <laughs> of course they did, lol. I'm so out of my depth, lol. Sorry, lol. Lol, can't talk now, lol. <laughs> oh god, I said, take it up with my husband, lol. Lol, now I'm gonna block. Lol, love how you think I'm so thick. <laughs> yeah, lol. <laughs> Confused, lol. Not just me, lol. Bathroom needs a clean, lol. <laughs> I'm ending this, lol. <laughs> I've put them back out, lol. <laughs> I'm in a toilet roll dress, lol. Oh, God, I'm so annoying. Uh, d- literally a thousand more lols. A thousand <laughs> more lols. I'm only on 136 and we have 1,052 th- 1, lols. I am oh going God. to write down on January 1st how many lols and how, how many OMGs and how many R's we have. <laughs> and that will be next year's roundup episode. <laughs> <laughs> an accumulation chaos of, of the acronyms we have now been talking for three hours and five minutes which is ridiculous and we said it was going to be maximum two hours and of course we can't end this you know our final episode for the year either without thanking all of the guests that have been on this year we can't i don't even want to pull out a couple because i feel like i want to thank them all because they've all been amazing and a huge part of the podcast and why people want to listen, I think. Well, the fuck knows it's not us, so 100%. Exactly. Agree yeah. with the thanks. But they've been amazing. We've had some incredible guests on this year and really varied, actually. We've had a lot of variation this year, um, which has kept it just so fun for us as well. Like, it's been so interesting and I've learned so much with the guests we've interviewed this year and I can't, like, I'm just like thinking, like looking forward to next year. Imagine us like sitting here next year and being like all the guests of this year. Like, I wonder who they'll be. That's so exciting. I know. And for what it's worth, um, I'm really proud of us. I think it's been really hard work. Yeah. And I think it's paid off and I think it's been worth it. And yeah. I love you and Daisy and Amy and everybody Aww. that's made the podcast work this year. So thank you so much for listening. Um I'm gonna. I was gonna apologise for it being so long, but you know what? We didn't strap this. Strap your headphones in. So you've made this choice. Yeah. If you've got it to hear, you must be having a terrible Christmas, and we can therefore only apologise and hope <laughs> January gets better. And you've made it this far in the podcast, knowing that we we're not brief. So <laughs> although judging by the text, it's very fitting. It does seem like I am incredibly brief, like over text. I don't know where the disconnect is. <laughs> <laughs> so chatty here and so abrupt over WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah. Lol. Um, but yeah, <laughs> lol. Lol. Oh my god! Thank you all so much. Love you all. Love you. Love Daisy. Love Amy. Thank you to everyone for being here. And here's to 2023. Here's to 2023. We will see you. Well, we'll see you on Thursday, but we'll also see you in January. We'll see you, bums. We'll see you yes. around. Happy Christmas. Love you. Happy Christmas. Bye. Should I delete that? It's part of the ACAS Creator Network.